Dionisio at the plate, he's over for 2 today. Swakowski, the big right hander, lets it go. It's right down Broadway. Dionisio lets it fly, and it's... Oh, it's raining now. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Rain Delay Theater. My name is Jeremy Dionisio. And I'm Jack Swakowski. And we have a special uh, in-studio guest, also guest at the game, our very first uh, in-game guest, uh, Mark Arcuri, a.k.a. Mark Bubblebath. How you doing, Mark? Hi, guys. <laughs> welcome. Welcome to the Glad studio. Glad to be here. Yeah, great to have you. Um, Mark, I think, is like one of our most talked about uh, like people that we, like on the podcast that has never actually been on the podcast. Yeah, yeah, Mark. We actually named uh, when we were doing our baseball superlatives uh, episode. <laughs> uh, we actually we kind of named an award after you. It was the uh, Mark R. Curie? He looks like he wouldn't be any fun to hang out with oh, award. Yeah. <laughs> In honor of, uh, do you remember who you said that about? Uh, uh, it, was like, it was the catcher for the Cubs. Yeah, Damian Miller. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> definitely no fun. He definitely no fun. Yeah, that's. By the looks of them, that's become like a metric that we like, you know, apply to different baseball players. And and it, you said that when Damian Miller was on the Cubs, which was God knows when. Yeah, he was on the Brewers after the Cubs. I want to say. Yeah, it was around so, 03, I think. Yeah, probably. Yeah. So yep. uh, so we've been saying it for a good sixteen years now at this point. <laughs> um, well, this is a recap episode uh, from uh, the uh, Detroit Tigers at Chicago White Sox game for July third. Uh, 2019. It is. Fourth yeah. of July Eve. It, yeah, yeah, Fourth of July Eve. Yeah, uh, and this was uh, this is episode number 48, folks. Uh, yeah. We're calling this one the Pablo Sandoval episode. Yeah, that's right. Jeremy, it's surprising that Pablo Sandoval is even still in baseball. Like, I thought he ate his way out of baseball with the Red Sox when they cut him. Well, it's funny. It's like it was. I guess maybe because he had signed a big contract with the Red Sox. Yeah. Maybe it was like a, it was a thing. Um, and now no one just cares. No one cares. It's like no. it's 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 charming that he's like fat again. Yeah, and you know he's he's on the Giants. We've talked about the Giants before. They're like a black hole of baseball. Yeah, yeah. People go there and just nobody minds oh, he's that on they're the there. Giants. Yeah, there he's on go. the Giants again. Case in point. There you <laughs> yeah. Go. Uh, so uh, Jeremy. Uh, Sometimes when I'm uh, uh, watching baseball, uh, there'll be a really good uh, pitcher-hitter matchup going on. You know, Mm -hmm. you'll see Anthony Rizzo versus Max Scherzer, and you just kind of take a moment and you say to yourself, hey, this... This is what it's all about. Like, this is a good matchup. Neither one of these guys is going to give in. They're both just going to give it their all, and they never give up in that bat. Uh, so that that's a, a great uh, thing to see. Tonight we sort of got the antithesis of that, Jeremy. We sure. saw uh, we, we, we saw Bobby Wilson uh, go up against Ross Detweiler tonight. Jeremy, how did you describe that matchup again? Well, I believe I said that, uh, Jack, it was uh, two old pieces of shit that no one cares about. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so it was it was that kind of game. Yeah. Uh, so this was the uh, second game of a split doubleheader. Now, uh, in the first game, Dylan Cease... Pitch. That was in the afternoon game. Yeah, that uh, would have Jer- been a great game to be at. It would have been a great game to be at. Yeah, yeah, Jeremy and I couldn't comprehend why they made that one the afternoon game. Yeah, I, I was thinking about it a little bit more, Jack, and I was thinking, because I wasn't taking into consideration that it was Dollar Dog Night ah. and also Fireworks Night. Right. So, like, they did have a built-in audience probably for tonight anyway. That's right. You know? And, like, so then they're like, oh, we'll, we'll shovel uh, Cease out for the early game, and that will bring people to that one, even though, 
again, people might be working, so I don't know. Yeah, did you did you uh, catch any of the game? Did you happen to see how many people were actually there? I didn't see any of it. You saw it, right? I oh, yeah. It on TV, it looked well populated. Really? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Maybe more people are off on July 3rd than I thought. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't, but... No, the crowd was very into it. I watched a couple innings, and uh, they were very <laughs> enthusiastic. Yeah, not surprising. Yeah. Well, when we saw Kopech start last year, they were pretty hot for that, too. Yeah, so. for sure. Um, so, yeah, anyway, we missed Dylan Cease. We got Ross Detweiler instead. Uh, I, I was oh, going to go say ahead. something real th- yeah. quick about Ross Detweiler. I did call him an old piece of shit, yeah. um, just for the record, but he doesn't seem old. No. Bobby Wilson seems fucking like an old prospector or something. He, yeah, yeah, when you look at his, his headshot, yeah. that's exactly, he looks like he would be a character on Deadwood. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like a guy like, you know, on the verge of retirement from the steam mill or something. I don't know. <laughs> um, but, but, uh, but incidentally, like Ross Detweiler debuted before Bobby Wilson. He did, yeah. So I, can't, I can't fathom that. Well, here, here's another thing that you might not be able to fathom. So I think since 2016, uh, Ross Detweiler going into this game had pitched as many major league innings as Dylan Cease had uh, uh, during tonight's first pitch. I think it was five for both of them. Yeah. Uh, maybe Detweiler had six. but So yeah, he, he hasn't Crazy. been around, but he's still he's still hanging on. He's, well, he's, like, he's good enough to make the White Sox. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, okay, so uh, Jeremy, there were a few other things. So we were looking at uh, Chuck Garfine's uh, Twitter last night. You and I were texting about this, well, mainly because Garfine said that Daniel Polka wants to be known as Julian now. <laughs> yes, so, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, I mean, like, you know, again, there was, you know, some rain in the forecast. If, for people who aren't uh, from Chicago, uh, it's been raining for the last month and a half or two months, I would say. Mm-hmm. So, like, any sort of baseball that, that gets in is, like, lucky. So we were looking at it, and, like, there was potential rain in the forecast for game one with uh, where Cease started. And, and honestly, I'm just, I was just grasping for any sort of possibility that somehow Dylan Cease might get switched into this game that we were at just so we could see his MLB debut. So I was looking at Gar- Chuck Garfine, uh, beat reporter for the uh, White Sox with uh, NBC Sports, former uh, Comcast Sportsnet, um, and I saw him reply to a tweet, so I, I looked up the thread, and this is like just this is just White Soxism as, as at its best. So this guy <laughs> tweeted at Chuck Garfine. The initial tweet was, "I'm going to do the voice too." Chuck, uh, with the rain tomorrow, is there any chance Game One gets canceled and they only play the 7 p.m. game? That would really suck for fans who have tickets to the 1 p.m. game to see Cease, just to see him pitch the 7 p.m. game tomorrow. Or would the game one take priority over game two? And so Chuck Garfine replies, The plan is for Cease to start game one and go from there. Who knows what the weather will be, but that's the plan. And so then you would think that would be enough, right? Yeah. So he replies to that and he goes, But does game one take priority over game two? (laughs) Is there a scenario where game one could be canceled and game two still gets played? I'm not sure how that stuff works with it being a split doubleheader. And it's like, what do you? What is this priority? It's like, <laughs> like Sox meatball. Yeah, it's like Thursday's game takes priority against Friday's game. So when you're watching Friday's game, it's actually Thursday's game. Like, what? What are we arguing here? Like. Yeah, I mean, if, if game one got canceled, game two would just turn into game one. There would be no game one or two. Yeah. There would only be a game. Yeah, that's what I tweeted to you, Jack. And it's like, it, it, you know, I mean, thank God for this guy that the game happened. He's, I assume he saw Cease 
pitch if he like you know if he didn't get his car stuck in his driveway or something right and made it to the game uh so he he can say he saw uh dylan sees his major league debut well maybe he's uh one of the many fans from game one who left trash in the stadium <laughs> yeah uh, exactly. and yeah i don't i don't blame fans for leaving that so what happened was when we walked into the stadium and got our seats uh there was just trash everywhere from game one it I, was a weird thing to walk into yeah there were cups in the cup holders there were empty half uh, nachos yeah all kinds of stuff cherry coke in my aisle <laughs> it was it was the, it was the it was the whole thing um and uh it was it was kind of it was more off-putting than i uh, than i thought it would be yeah i, I felt, understand why they did it but like it's yeah. cheap yeah yeah i mean that i've never experienced that before no where um and i think i've i've been to a night cap of a of a Daylight, or you know, a Twilight Night doubleheader. Uh-huh. Um, like, uh, they usually do one pass through and, and kind of maybe there might be like, you know, one like hot dog wrapper that, that they miss or something. But this was like, we were sitting in trash. I felt like I was like sitting into like a lazy boy of like trash, basically. There was yeah. no half eaten bags of peanuts, which we've been known to take at Wrigley Field on the way well, out. Well, we talked, that came up on a, on a podcast yeah. a couple, you we, know. We were very infamous for grabbing. That's. Some- Snacks on the way out. That's our thing. I mean, yeah, yeah peanuts. You can. You no can take. Guilt. No, absolutely not. No shame. No guilt. We did it. Um, I grabbed one. I so earlier in one of the games, we recapped this on the episode already. Uh, but uh, during the seventh inning stretch, while people were up looking at the scoreboard, I reached over and grabbed like a abandoned bag of nuts and ate them for now, the last couple of innings. Now is that like finding? Me? No, 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 no. Oh. Earlier uh, White Sox or Cubs game. You should have gave me some if you did it tonight. <laughs> yeah. Now, is that like finding money where you have to do like a little a little take to see if anybody's watching you before you pick it up? Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's more. It's a shame check. Okay. Basically, because yeah. like if they're abandoned, they're abandoned. I mean, yeah. there's no reckoning for that. But uh, sure. But yeah. Yeah. When you find money, like there's always a chance that it could be somebody who just dropped it, and you're the you're the guy who's picking it up. Yeah. I for say sure. this because I found ten bucks on the bus the other day. Oh yeah. really? Yeah. Oh, it was cool. nice. Real nice. Yeah. I paid. I, I, I wasn't. Gonna, I actually paid for one of the White Sox games we we went to. Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> anyway. Um. Uh, okay. So. Uh, th- Today was July 3rd. Uh, there was uh, uh, characters or people dressed in Revolutionary War outfits uh, for the National Anthem. Yeah, they... I, Jack, I wrote Civil War because I feel like they said something about Civil War it reenactors. Could, no, it could have been the Civil War. I, yeah. You know, I mean, all, all of that old garb. Um, you know, I'm certainly not an expert on it, so it was, maybe it was. Yeah, it was old war stuff. There yeah. was, like, tri- the, that triangle hat and, like, that, like... Vest, the like blue suede yeah, vest, or something. They had like a they had a drummer too. Yeah, a snare, you know? a loose snare drum. Mark, yeah, Mark. Mark. Mark uh, we should say Mark is a drummer. Mark is a musician. Okay. And, uh, so he can he can spot a, a bad snare drum, aka a shitty sounding drum. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So they they like march out to the. They're like, and ladies and gentlemen, presenting the colors is you know whatever this reenactment group whatever, uh-huh. and uh, they they march out and they like. Um, you know, have like a flag and then some kind of weird other flags or whatever. Yeah. Um, and then you know, then someone sang the national anthem or whatever. But uh, it was they. It was just odd because the yeah. guy who sang the national anthem was not part of them. No. He was like a marine or something. Right. Yeah. Yeah, but he, he was fast paced at least. Mm-hmm. He, yeah, he had a good. Piece. Out. I, I always, I always note that if they do it fast, I don't, I don't mind it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, um, and so Jeremy, this is actually the second game in a row where we've had people in like some sort of old or traditional garb <laughs> on the field before the game. Yeah, uh, sure. Last last Sox game, 
it was uh, traditional Polish dancing with like all of the old outfits that they would wear. This week, you know, now it's uh, revolutionary or civil war. We'll see what happens. I mean, we just heard some fireworks. Yeah, too. the fires are going off already. It's uh, technically the Fourth of July. Oh, that's right, right. It, it is after midnight. Yeah. Um, so your your guy's boy uh, Matt Nagy threw out the first pitch. Yeah, Mark, what'd you how'd you feel about Matt Nagy? It was invigorating. <laughs> Good to see him out there. He looked real shiny and clean. Yeah, I haven't seen him on a visor or a baseball hat. It was. It's weird. It's always weird to see a football coach like not on the sideline because they right. they dress like they dress like they grab some garbage from game one of the U.S. Uh, or of the uh, guaranteed rate uh, field uh, and drape themselves with it because uh, yeah they don't they kind of are just like football eating breathing machines and. It's weird to see them out of context, and so yeah, Matt Nagy threw out the first pitch. He did. He actually wore a custom jersey. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah okay. Matt Nagy custom jersey on one of the banes of Jeremy's uh, existence. <laughs> yeah, which we've talked about, which we've talked about, yeah. and then there, there might be some more that I want to bring up later. But, oh, definitely. Um, but yeah, so uh, I was, uh, I found myself cheering. I like, you know, we were cheering for Nagy, and then I'm like, at some point, I was just kind of, I reverted back to like uh, that uh, wild card uh, weekend uh, game uh, this past. Uh, uh, January or whatever it was, and I was yelling to Nagy, uh, throw the ball. Yeah. Basically. Well, I'll say this. He, he did. He actually did throw the ball. Yeah. Uh, in, uh, he, he threw a, must have been a 60, 70 mile per hour pitch from the rubber. Like a high to, strike. Yeah, it was, it was a high strike. It wasn't really a strike. I would, I would say it was a ball, but like, I'll give the guy credit for like rearing back and just throwing it. Um, yeah. you know, he might've, he could have easily hit one of the people, uh, <laughs> that was like standing, uh, by the, uh, backstop. If uh, you know his pitch had gone wild, uh, but yeah, he seemed pretty confident. I would bet he probably played baseball when he was you know yeah, a younger sure. person. So he's, he's pure testosterone. Jack. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'd say he gave me a jolt of positive energy. Yeah, it he's was very present. Yeah, it That's was nice. Probably- classify it. The Bears are the great uni- unifier of the city. Maybe so. think of yeah, better things to come. Hopefully. Right. Yeah, we'll see. Tough schedule there, ahead. There were a lot of uh, other random people on the field uh, besides yeah. Matt Nagy. There though. was Matt Nagy, coach of uh, you know one of 30 NFL teams, uh, I think 30 or 32, whatever. Uh, and then there was a bunch of just random people. Yeah. Um, Janice Dickinson, I think, was one of the names. <laughs> Um, Mark, you said uh, more people who shouldn't be on the field. Right, right. Just unauthorized children. Yeah. Yeah, I think, Mark, I, another thing you said, I think, was, uh, yeah, if you're under 18, come on down to the field. Or yeah, whatever. please report just, to the... And you, you agree know. not to hurt anyone or... Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you agree not to strike anybody, yeah. Um, I think what it turns out, they, they were, like, delivering, like, the lineup card in the rosin bag. Yeah. Which is a thing now at games. Oh, boy. Yeah, like they, they shouldn't be touching that rod. They shouldn't. They could yeah. do something to it. I don't it's know. It's itchy. They probably have allergies and it's itchy. In addition to the kids, there was also that lady, uh, full grown adult lady who like brought the lineup card out yeah, to right. the umpire and no the, uh, the the bench coaches. Mm-hmm. And then, like, stood there with them while they went over the ground rules. Yeah, like, yeah was she, she a, was she a part of that yeah. or? Yeah, yeah I, I think, don't know. I think she probably could have fell back at that point. Yeah, you know? yeah. Because like, you know, you wonder what these guys talk about, and like, they they probably talk about it without the uh, fear of a woman <laughs> hovering over their... Bring your mistress to work day. There, that might have been discussed. Who yeah, who knows. <laughs> Um, that was Janice Dickinson who was in that uh, huddle there, but uh, ah, so was it? Was it? Okay, yeah, so good for her. Not I guess. the Janice Dickinson. I don't know who that is. <laughs> the Janice Dickinson. <laughs> I think she is the Janice Dickinson. Um, but uh, but yeah, so um, so that happened, and uh, shortly thereafter, the White Sox took the field. 
Yeah, and uh, uh, so did some seagulls, uh, which Yolmer chased away. Yeah, every once in a while you're going to see a seagull like on the field at a game. And so there was one like right at, around second base. Yolmer played second tonight, I believe. Um, and uh, I caught, like, he kind of ran up to the seagull and I like, kind of shoot it off with his with his mitt or whatever, which is kind of a funny visual to see Yolmer doing that. Yeah. Um, uh, so that happened. Uh, but then a little bit beyond our gaze uh, at uh, second base was... Uh, Eloy Jimenez in left field, mm-hmm. um, and much like in the first game we went to this year uh, f- with the White Sox, um, Eloy came out and was warming up with uh, ball boy zero, number zero. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and so since since the last time we saw him, uh, ball boy zero has gotten Steve Blast syndrome. Uh, yeah. He cannot even come close to Eloy anymore. He threw the first; his first throw was wild, and so Eloy had to run all the way back to like the cent- back of the center field wall. Yeah, to it, get it. It went over his. He launched it over his head, and he had to run. All, he had to run like he had to run like some like dad playing catch with his like six year old who like just threw a wild throw. But this guy is like not only is he a major leaguer, but he's like the future of the franchise. Yeah, and you got him like chasing after this ball thrown by this. Incompetent ball boy, nameless ball boy. Like, what are you doing, man? You guys seen this ball boy? Before? Yes. Oh, yeah. Man. Yeah. He's been there I, before. I he's, he's bad. He's bad at what he does. And, yeah. and it's the same guy. He has the same build as the first ball guy. Boy zero. That's yeah. His name, ball boy zero. Yeah. Well, yeah. the back of that's what his jersey right. says. It doesn't. Yeah. No name. Just yeah, and then and then not only did he do it once, but his second throw was also like even more erroneous than his first throw. Yeah. And then when Eli uh, when he got that ball back, the second one, he was like, "Well, fuck it," and he just threw it into the left field <laughs> stands. Like he was like, "No, nah, I'm done. I'm done with this." Yeah, that's crazy. That yeah. kid should be fired. Yeah. Like I and you know I, I don't know. It's totally inexcusable. Like how could you do? How could you have that happening to anyone, let alone Eloy? Like they, I remember in, in the first game, like he threw one like wide like right to Eloy and he had to kind of like stab for it it's like the guy could pull in a week or whatever yeah maybe it's so. Ricky Renteria's kid or something <laughs> yeah maybe twisted who knows balls or is <laughs> what's that twisted balls <laughs> he may have a twisted ball uh, AKA, I, I'll, uh, I got Felix, that from you I never heard of this term until Felix PA <laughs> back in whatever oh year. this was Felix PA he, he, he was he was on the shelf at one point for a twisted testicle <laughs> Oh. So, you know, who knows how that happens, but... Uh, <laughs> yeah, this ball boy could lead to that. Yeah, exactly. So so that happened, and then, yeah, Alloy threw it uh, into the stands, and uh, the game... Rick Hahn. <laughs> I'm bowling Hahn. Someone. I think, it, I think it could be Ricky Renteria's neighbor or something. I don't know. But, yeah. uh, but anyway, so uh, the game started, and, 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 and you know, without incidents, uh, no, no more Aaron throws, and uh, we were on. Uh, the game was underway. Um... One of the first video board presentations we saw was Safe or Out, presented yeah. by Xfinity. Yeah, uh, so, so basically what this promotion is, is uh, they'll show you a clip where it's a close play and you have to guess whether the guy was called Safe or Out. It's classic, like, you make the call. You yep. make the yeah, call. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Right from, like, yeah. the 70s or whatever, like, uh, this week in baseball, maybe that it was on there or whatever. But, uh, but yeah, so it's, like, Safe or Out. Um, yeah, and so this particular play was uh, Mitch Hanniger sliding into home. And uh, he made this, like, fancy, like, avoid, like, he was sliding, uh, he moved his hand out of the way, and then overslid the bag, and then snuck back in and, and uh, tagged the base. And so it's like, now you make the call, safer out, or whatever, you know, whatever. It's like, safer out. But, like, in the in the clip before that, you saw the umpire make, calling the safe sign. Yeah. So, like, I don't know if you're not supposed to take it for face value or what, but... Uh, 
I saw him call him safe, so I'm like, well, I guess he was safe. And then they said, he was safe, or whatever. So, <laughs> spoiler alert on that one, I guess. But, uh, right. so, little, you know, maybe a little more selective editing there to maybe edit out the part where the umpire makes the call. <laughs> Leave a little something, a little mystery to the outcome. Well, uh, Jeremy, so there was no Chris uh, tonight, uh, but they did have, a, we did have Alyssa yeah. uh, hosting um, Which we found out via the uh, the tried and true segment. This is one that's always been around uh, at White Sox games. What's your twenty? Yeah, uh, and usually they'll visit like a, a food stand or uh, uh, you Game know, of Thrones sh- throne. Ga- ga- yeah, Game of Thrones throne. Something. <laughs> they did that uh, you know, once. Some 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 area of significance at the ballpark. Uh, but you know, we were wondering how many people actually know what. What's your 20? Like, do they know what yeah. it means? Well, so I've been thinking, like, they've been doing this for years now, and, mm-hmm. like, uh, you know, I've never really thought about it until tonight, but it's like, yeah, that's not, that's kind of a niche uh, expression. Yeah. I mean, if you don't if you don't work a job where you've used, like, a radio or radio yeah. jargon, um, yeah. you probably wouldn't know it. Uh, maybe you picked it up from, like, a cop movie, because sometimes they'll say, like, what's your 20 in a cop movie. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, other than that, it's uh, like no kid is gonna know what what's your twenty means. Yeah, no, not not really. Um, so yeah, I, I wonder what percentage of the actual population knows what it is, or probably is even paying attention. But <laughs> probably under twenty. Yeah, I think you gotta be over forty. Yeah, yeah, possibly. Yeah, you, maybe. You, my dad was a truck driver on the CB, and he'd say, "What's your ten twenty? Is that and like I, the full? Yeah, I, yeah. I used to be like, "Can I say it?" And then he'd let me go on there, and I'd say. Hey, what's your ten twenty? And these trucks <laughs> chime in like, I'm at Roosevelt Road. <laughs> I got a big kick out of it. Yeah, but I, I, I will so say, technically, I think it's what's your ten twenty. Yeah, which means where are you? Uh-huh. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I one time took a uh, a road trip up to uh, Canada with my my friend, and he had a CB, and we we brought it, and we were we actually like looked up terms and stuff, like sure. like an alligator. I think is like a tire a ball like a tire scrap in the road interesting and so we were like going up there and we were like we're like oh yeah just be on the lookout for an alligator at uh, mile marker 20 or whatever and like the guys would like reply there's no greater thrill at least for people of our generation and older um of like having access to a cb radio i will say respond because you you're just going out into the echo chamber not that no you're going on the void so when you respond it's the, you don't know if they're out there until you hear back. It's the chat room of the, uh, yeah. of the you know, I was fun also the 19th century. bear in the air. I like that there's a bear in the air. Yeah, which, which is, is a like, cop, right? Yeah, or it's like a helicopter ch- following you, which is, you know, oh, doesn't shit. happen very often in this. <laughs> <laughs> well, there was a helicopter at tonight's be. game. There was so a helicopter. helicopter there, was a, there was a bear there in the air tonight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's quite a rush. Also, the movie uh, Joyride, where they do that, and then that guy is like, it's the voice of Ted Levine. He's a guy on the uh, other end of the CB radio, and nice. They they troll him by pretending they're like a hot chick, and her name is Candy Cane. And so at different points in the movie, he goes Candy Cane, Candy Cane. Wait, can I ask? Like, so you guys you guys hate the video segments? You think they should be done with all the videos? <laughs> <laughs> they should be done better. That's a great question. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to figure out. I will say this, Mark. I would take that job in a second, uh-huh. but I've, if they ever heard a minute of this podcast, I would be right. completely blackballed from it, from making fun of it. Yeah. I mean, well, it's for the kids. I feel like my take is like, it's for the kids, so it's supposed to be bad, kind of like, that's, sure. that's why they make these terrible, yeah. 
Hey, you, well, you were talking about, you know, you make the call. Like, yeah. when you saw those commercials, they were actually hard. Or yeah. Like, like you, these are no-brainers. Yeah, a little bit like... You got a pair of the, you know, the participation trophy uh, numb skulls. Generation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, yeah, no, I That's think... That's my take. There's also very... something to the fact that, like, there's multiple camera angles nowadays. You know, it's like, it's kind of maybe a little easier to, to, to make the call, yeah. I guess. But, um... No, I mean, like, listen. Google it. You make the call, I'll Google it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Let me just see what the outcome was <laughs> on MLB game day. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, I think, like, it's certainly, uh, it would be f- tough for us to not call this stuff out. Because there's, there's a lot to to Yeah, to well, they don't do the car on. racing one. I mean, the only one I used to like. Well, that, that, that's so basic. That's the, that's the bone of beef race now, I mm. guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's a appropriation of the old that car race. That's pretty classic. It is, it is, and uh, sometimes they do the like in like live uh, bone beef racing it's on a the field too. Of the shell game. Yeah, exactly. Which that's the pizza do, game. They do that too. Oh, that's, that's a pizza else. slice game. Yeah. The beggars pizza. Yeah. I'll give the I'll give the Sox credit for the audacity of some of the stuff that they do. You know, with the Cubs, the, so the Cubs is more like uh, like their their stuff is more streamlined. It's a yeah. lot. It's a lot. Sa- <laughs> it's a lot safer and like yeah. it's a lot it's less for adults. It's more for the yuppie. It is. Yeah. It's a, it, exactly. So um, I mean, Jeremy, I've often thought that like we should we should be thanking the White Sox for all that they do for this podcast. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know, Day, I don't think that we would have this podcast if it wasn't for White Sox games. No, we really found our voice through making fun of White Sox <laughs> video game board presentations, I think. That's really how we found our way to uh, episode 48. Yeah. Um, okay, so uh, that we'll, we'll have some more uh, board stuff yeah, later. The, yeah, we have plenty to make fun of this episode. Oh, we'll yeah, it, yeah. yeah. Uh, but but uh, first, a little bit of game stuff. Uh, so Dave Clark, who was uh, coaching first, uh, he was coaching third base, but he was yeah. also the defensive coach for the Detroit Tigers. And so every time a lefty would come up uh, to, to bat uh, for the White Sox, uh, Dave Clark would be like uh, just moving his hands. He, he was furiously. way out on that top step of the the dugout, yep. uh, motioning desperately to um, uh, who was in center field for the, for uh, the Tigers. Uh, yeah, the, uh, in center. Castellanos was, was in right. Castro was in center. Yeah. Oh, that Howard Castro. Howard guy. Castro, whoever yeah. the fuck that. I is. I think he's running for president. Playing. I don't remember him playing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's also one of the yeah, one of the candidates. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So he, he, he had like this like defensive positioning chart in his hand and he's just like frantically leaning over the the gate and he's trying to get their attention. He's like, move, like back up, back up, shift right. He's like making all these hand motions. It's like the most dedicated defensive positioning I've ever seen a coach do uh, in a baseball game other than maybe like a little league game where the coach is like desperately trying to get their right fielder to like stop picking his nose and, like, pay attention to the game or something. Right, you know? right. Um, and, I mean, this is kind of the major league equivalent of that. The Tigers are 27-53 yeah. coming into this game. Uh, but, yeah, give credit to Dave Clark for, even though his team has lost twice as many games as they've won, yeah. uh, he's still he's still in it to win it. Nick Castella- uh, Castellanos, though, he uh, he wasn't having any of it. No, yeah, at one point, at one point uh, this was later on in the game, but, like, <laughs> like, he he just like they kind of like connect with each other and he's telling them like back up back up and Castellanos just throws his hands up like what what do you want me to do like yeah. what else what else do you want me to do like yeah. and he's like I think he was like I just moved over and then like you know and then uh, he did it again after that and positioned him 
And Kessler just like looked away and just started walking to a spot. He's like, whatever, I'm just going. Yeah, Dave Clark probably does that every single game. Is Dave Clark ex player? Ex Cub bum, but not, Dave Clark. But not not the Dave Clark from the Giants. That's who I know. Will he was Clark. on the thing like Will Clark. Clark. There's Will yeah, Clark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dave Clark was on the Giants though. Yeah, he's yeah. a bum. He's he not was, worth remembering. He was on the Cubs. He was on the Cubs. Guy. Yeah, yeah. Um, I also think that he got hit in the nuts on at as a third base coach with the Astros uh, on a ball. Like someone was sliding into third and someone threw it into third base. The third baseman missed it and it hit Dave Clark right in the nuts. You catch every nuance. I did catch a glimpse that it was very little league esque. Yeah, because he was basically like, move back, move back, and he was he was very he was like just like out of the dugout. Yeah, yeah. He was zealous about it. It didn't seem to fit the situation. <laughs> not, not really. Not really. Yeah. I wish I saw the a right field throw up his hands like that. That would have cracked me up. It was pretty it funny. Was too much. I, was, I was probably waiting through garbage in my aisle. Quite <laughs> possibly. Yeah. Or watching the video board of something, some zany skit. Well, speaking of the video board, um, uh, this was, um, this was uh, uh, one that they did last episode, uh, last game that we were at, right? Think Fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, this, this episode was, uh, uh, this installment of, of Think Fast was States. Yeah, last time it was video games, so this time was States. Yeah. Um, and it was a guy, how old was this guy, in his 20s maybe? He, I mean, he was an adult, yeah. He yeah. was in his 20s, early 30s maybe, yeah. So it was named, and we kind of missed the beginning of it, but like, yeah. he, he was rattling off States, and so we're like, okay, States, and like... He, um, we weren't really able to kind of tune into his pace. No, yeah, yeah. I wasn't really paying attention to whether he was going fast or slow or was struggling with it. But he ended with, uh, 14. Yeah. I think 14 states, 14 out of 50 in, what, like 30 seconds or something? Yeah, in 30 seconds. So that's like one state every two seconds. (laughs) Yeah. A little less than that. Yeah. You know, I don't know. Um, maybe the, the, the spotlight got, the moment got to him, you know? I think that guy was about 23 to 27. Was he? That sounds about right. right. Okay, that could be about right, yeah. Seems about how many states I think I could name in three <laughs> seconds, but uh, but yeah. So then they threw to Giolito, and Giolito crushed him. Just yep. crushed him. Yeah. Um. He like I, I don't even know how many he got, but he 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 plowed through the fourteen for sure. So he lost. It was kind of funny to watch his reaction, like as he is getting beat. Yeah. You know, because you could see Giolito was like on a pace to like surpass his fourteen easily. Yeah. And he's kind of like at some point when Giolito blew way past fourteen, he kind of did like a. Mm. He like yeah. shrugged, and then like, Alyssa, mm. Alyssa, kind of like looked to the side, like awkwardly, like, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Even the, the like the like the cocky like mascot guy next to him, like not even a mascot, but one of the White Sox crew with like the white shades, was like, oh, oh sorry, man. <laughs> <laughs> like, so, who's Alyssa, the reverb woman? She's the reverb woman. Yeah. Who do they normally have? The, the in-game one, like. Well, there's um, Chris is like the normal is. You know, so at this point, so we already said it. Like Chris wasn't there tonight. Chris is is probably the more normal host, except for this year he's kind of been in and out. And like, yeah. it's a guy who we've really been tracking his process, his progress over oh, the years. Yeah. I he's think in a th- platoon now. Yeah, he's in a strictly platoon situation. Yep. And uh, I think that he kind of marched into the White Sox. And he's like, I can't take eighty two games of this. You got coming back a little bit, yep. you know, and he's just right. maybe just trying to live his life on, on the 4th of July. He's probably up in like, you know, the UP or something or in like Wisconsin, like on a lake or something. He's like, I don't need this shit. Yeah. Alyssa can handle is this. He, is he a likable person? He's a yeah. likable guy. He's yeah. just a regular he's guy. Just yeah. Over his head with this. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. the thing is like, Jack, or, I mean, the thing is, uh, Mark, we saw, we saw this guy, Chris, 
after a game once. We've, we've mentioned this on a, on a podcast but, yeah. uh, several times, but uh, we, we saw him on the street. We both we came from a game, and he was working the game, and we got off at Irving Park here at by, uh, by the Brown Line, mm-hmm. and uh, we crossed paths, and we were like, why didn't we go talk to yeah. him? Yeah, one of my biggest regrets. I think, I think about it all the time. Just <laughs> Golden like, opportunity. Man. Yeah, just yeah. say, tell us everything. Yeah, um, exactly. maybe, maybe it'll he happen. He wouldn't have He's like, I'm going to have a breakdown, and I'm <laughs> going to the UP to... Regroup. <laughs> I'm gonna dry out for, for for the Fourth of July weekend. Yeah. Um. So uh. So yeah. Giolito crushed him in that one. Shortly thereafter, they showed um just a random clip of uh, our boys uh from the from the war were were out in the stands like out in the like the concourse. Uh. They had the Declaration of Independence in front of them, a, a replica. Yep. And like a quilled pen or whatever. <laughs> Uh, and people could just go up and sign the Declaration of Independence. Yeah. And p- as pictured on the screen at the time was like a little kid. So some yeah. little kid like barely the size of the table comes up and he's like sc- scrawling his name on, the, on this like facsimile Declaration of Independence. Yeah. It's like what's the what's the reward or like for, for doing that? Like you're <laughs> signing your name. Where is that thing going? Like yeah. you're not going to put it up somewhere. Well, it's going to end up in the dumpster like that like Wrigley Field cake that Ace of Cakes made was- for the Cubs. Kind of presented an art therapy kind of type set. Yeah, it was just kind of splayed out with it, crayons all over it. It was like, um, like a history buff fantasy camp. It's like, <laughs> it's like you could like imagine what it's like to sign the Declaration of Independence, and like some little kids like that was great. Like I signed right next to John Hancock. Or yeah, whatever, right. You know, I've seen the Declaration of Independence, guys. I have been to the that area. I don't know. I, yeah. Have you, I, have, oh, you, you saw the document. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen the actual. Document. I thought you were like I, I was there. <laughs> I signed it. Yeah. I, yeah, right in the corner there. There's a lot there. of stimulus at these games. That's what I'm now. I'm just I'm processing. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I saw the Declaration of Independence too, Jack, mm-hmm. and um, it's in a very dimly lit room. It is no flash photography allowed. And what did I do? My I, with my disposable camera, the flash went off, and they confiscated my camera. Oh no! Shit. This is on my eighth Where? grade. Uh, Smithsonian. It's Where? it's in Washington D.C. It's its own thing. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um. Uh. So yeah, it's in Washington D.C. It's in a dimly lit room because yeah, it's the original Declaration of Independence. You cannot take flash photography. There's a there's a usher there or like a security guard there, and uh, we were going through on the tour, and like so this is the thing like, tons of eighth grade like tours uh, like like class trips go to Washington D.C. maybe from the Midwest specifically and the maybe the Eastern Seaboard. So what happens throughout the whole day is that like. You know, they amass, like, all these confiscated cameras. I mean, maybe it's different now with phones or, or whatever. But, like, basically, um, my camera got confiscated. And uh, my teacher had to go, who was also the chaperone, had to go and get everyone's camera back. Um, like, you know, he's like, I'm sorry. You know, they're kids. Can we have the cameras back? And he got onto the bus. And um, he he's like, all right. He was, like, too clearly haggard because he got all these cameras. And I was one of the last ones on. And so... He's like, all right, are we are we okay to go? And I'm like, um, excuse me, uh, my camera was also confiscated. And he did like the like, Ugh. and he like went back in and he had to get my camera. Oh man! And then my punishment was that I had to unload the luggage from the bus. Oh, this what is an ordeal. Thing. It was a complete ordeal. I didn't expect to be telling this story, but hey, it's Fourth uh, of July. Like it's patriotic. Let's talk about it. Right. You know? Right. So um. So yeah. So yeah. That happened. That that. I may have contributed to the crumbling of the original Declaration. You were triggered. You were essentially triggered. I, yeah, I would say so. Um, so yeah, so so that happened. Um, yeah. 
And uh, I don't know. Um, we were in a good section for foul balls. We were. We were. We had a lot come over us, but none come right near us. Yeah, because um, we were kind of further back underneath. There was a bit of an overhang uh, on top of us. Yeah, but, now one, uh, one did bounce onto the overhang and then come back down. But that was not the one in question. Oh, that wasn't. That was right, an earlier right, one. There were right. plenty that would hit upward, yeah. like up, up, and then bounce down. <laughs> out. This one was a perfect arch. That was coming back and it missed the upper deck. Yeah. And it, it, it landed on the the bottom deck on a fly. And um, a guy who we saw earlier in the game, um, who is kind of a, a big guy. Yeah. In a um, Detroit Tigers t shirt. In a Detroit Tigers t shirt, there with his girlfriend. Mark, what was he wearing on his feet? Of oh, sandals. <laughs> he had mandals, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just like, you know, he, he supported. He was the kind of guy who you don't want to see in sandals. Um, and uh, he goes. He stands up to make a play for the uh, for the ball, and it comes down and like, <laughs> like right smack. Like it was the it was the harshest, like wettest, like meat slap. It's like if you took two like skirt steaks Brutal. and just like whapped them into each other. But that was the ball hitting his hand, and like and he didn't get the ball, of course. Yes, yes. You know. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, it was just like it was just Air. it was just ugly. It's just it's it's like the thing that you fear the most. Like this, your hand is getting like decimated, and like you know. Uh, so yeah, it was just it was just a meat slap, <laughs> complete meat slap. Um, and so so this guy like you know he you know it happens. He's like that's it. That this is what happened. Like I I I made a play for the ball. I didn't get it, and now my hand it, is it like. It did ricochet right into that little kid's. Well, he didn't catch it right off the ricochet, but the little kid did pick it and up. It and it ended up was, with it? Yeah. 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 I thought that was good. So, yeah, I, I had actually looked down at this guy. So, you know, several minutes after it happened, I saw him. He sat back down with his girlfriend. He was kind of, like, looking looking at his hand. Now, <laughs> yeah. there was nothing, like, overtly wrong with his hand. It yeah. just looked, you know, it probably stung a little bit. But so sure. I see the guy get up, and maybe I think he's going to get food or something. He comes yeah. back down. And then a couple minutes later, uh, an usher with an ice pack, uh, an usher and like a like a official sock security guard or yeah, something. yeah, with like who, who was wearing like a, a, a white socks like helmet. batting batting helmet, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and an earpiece, yeah, um, uh, came down and like gave him a, a pack of a, like a, what was it a, a ziploc zip bag, bag with full ice of ice that yeah. he could have, yeah, and then they spent like five minutes filling out an incident report about it. <laughs> Yes, there was there was a there was a uh, clipboard and a lot of paperwork, and the guy was filling it out. There, there were two people actually. There was yeah. one person behind him who looked. I don't know if he was like a first aid guy, but uh, he was there. Uh, and then the the socks usher and the and the socks helmet was kind of crouched down in the aisle, and he was filling out the thing. And then he gave it to the guy, and the guy had to like sign it or whatever. Yep. But it was a whole to do. It was. And it, it was one of those things where when that guy got up, he must have specifically told somebody, whether at a vending stand or the guest relations, like, hey, I got hit in the hand with a foul ball and, like, my hand hurts. Like, yeah. I get an ice pack. <laughs> uh, so, like, they probably radioed for first aid to come down and... and yeah, there's a whole chain of events that happened. Yes. And uh, I should, we should say that by the time this ice pack came down, it was a couple innings later, I feel. Yeah, it was It wasn't, least, like, immediate. No, it was at least one inning later. And yeah. so the... 
Now, Jeremy, I'm the type guy where it's like if something like that happened and I was like, I told somebody about it, I was like, hey, you know what, like maybe I need an ice. Like once it became a big, t- first of all, I never would have asked for the ice pack to begin with. <laughs> yeah, but once sure. it once it became like a big to do with, with like filling stuff out, I would have been like, you know what, this isn't that, this isn't that bad. <laughs> yeah, this is not what I'm, I, I'm not trying to get into this whole thing. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, yeah. But uh, this guy was like happy to have this ice pack. Yeah. He was, he was glad for it. Yeah. Um, and listen, I, and again, we, we the, <laughs> masculinity and machismo has come out up on this podcast yeah. uh, before. I, I think I was kind of like denouncing this whole concept of it. Um, but the guy was there with his girlfriend. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, yeah. You, okay, first of all, yeah, if you're there with your girlfriend, but also if you're there with your bros, anybody. Like, dude, this guy's man card is just revolt. <laughs> well, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. It was, it was, it just, it was not, I wouldn't want to be seen like with like in this way, we were no. embarrassed for him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sir, you're embarrassing yourself and your girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the whole White Sox organization. Wearing, was he wearing a Cleveland Indian shirt? Yeah, he Detroit? had a Detroit, a Detroit Tigers. Tigers. Like, yeah, I got so. the impression that they were on vacation in yeah. Chicago. So, um, so that happened, and like, yeah, the guy totally had no problem with like the scene that was nope. like happening from it. Um, <clears throat> I will say, Jack. That guy did get right, up later. The dignity to be shamed about it. Come on, exactly, and then, and then be like, you know what? We're good. We're good. Yeah, you know, and call off the dogs or whatever. Yeah, I will say that he did get up later in the game. I saw him coming back. He had a, a, a soda in his hand, an ice cold fountain soda. Mm-hmm. What hand do you think he was holding that soda with? What, was it his the hand that he got hit with? It absolutely was. Wow, okay. <laughs> All right. Ice from the cup, maybe. No, that's exactly what it was, but that ice pack wasn't enough. He had to go get a soda, and he's like, I'm going to put this right in my swollen hand. <laughs> you know? It's like, all right, buddy, you're living it up, man. You're living the life. Um, so so that happened. Um, but speaking of this, like, uh, first aid stadium security, like, uh, first aid situation, this brings us to, like, um, a story that, that, that Mark, that me and you have um, uh, back from a, a, a Bears game that we went to. Um, do you want to... Slash. Yeah, do you want to tell... Cordell yeah, Stewart. Yeah, speaking of Cordell... Flashback. Yeah. Cordell, uh, Dryden Cordell, who we'll talk about later, Cordell Stewart, was, this is one of the rare Bears victories that he had as as starting quarterback. I don't even remember Cordell Stewart being with the Bears. Yeah, he wasn't he, on the team very long, and yeah, he didn't make much of an impression. That's why you probably don't remember him, Jack. Okay. Yeah, it was definitely after the... Because like, when he initially came on the scene, like he was kind of like a, like a thing. Like They were like, oh, this guy can... like catch passes and throw passes. Yeah, when he was with the Steelers. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. So this was already after the Steelers decided, like, oh, he's not a quarterback. They were playing the lowly Cardinals. Yeah, they were playing the, the, the Arizona Cardinals uh, and, um, or maybe, yeah, at the time, and um, he actually, Cordell, it was probably, like, the best game Cordell Stewart ever had as a Bear, but do you want to tell the backstory of this, or do you uh, want me you to? I'm trying to set up. Yeah, it's okay. pretty, you, you take it. Well, so, <laughs> and we'll roll it back to the yeah, night yeah. before. That's okay. Oh, oh yeah, limited. <laughs> Edit some stuff we'll, out. We'll say, <laughs> we'll say that we were hanging out the night before, and you you cut your hand pretty bad. Yeah, I threw a beer can. I whipped it against the wall. <laughs> okay, well there there you go. That's that's the only. And it cut my finger open pretty bad. Yeah, you gashed your finger really yeah, bad, and this real was bad. This a normal person would have went to a hospital. Yeah, this would confirm this. And this was the I'm night not before. A this was a Saturday night. Um, we were at a party, and uh, yeah, and Mark gashed his finger pretty bad, and um. Hey, Mark's my friend. He's been my friend for years. Um, uh, but uh, one thing that uh, concerned me was that if this guy needs to go to the hospital or something, like 
it, I had plans to go with him to the Bears game. So like, what's going to happen? Like, uh-huh. if if he can't go, like, am I going to be stuck with like going by myself to a Bears game? That would be kind of weird. Yeah. Um. And uh, so we went to the game basically, and um, I don't know if we basically had basically my my finger was bleeding the next day still. Yeah. That's the kind of the, the next morning. Sunday morning, your finger was still bleeding. You wrapped it up with like electrical tape or something, probably. Yeah, or paper towels. Yeah, yeah. The bounty is very absorbent. Yeah, it's a quicker picker upper. Um. So you know, this was like a crude uh uh fashioning at, at best, you know, a, a dressing at best. So I don't know if I came up with the idea the night before or during the game. During the game, you it was did, during the was, game. Yeah, which was a really good idea. So yeah, I was thinking that uh, it's like, well, hey, they have first aid at, at stadiums, like, and Mark needs stitches. <laughs> but Mark has no like, you know, health insurance. Like, we're not going to go to a hospital. It's like, Mark, just say that you cut yourself in the stadium and have them stitch you up for free. You know? Oh yeah, I immediately saw where this story was going. Yeah, yeah. Was, okay, so it pretty which much I seriously considered. I'm like, I kind of regret not doing it. Yeah, so so yeah, that's that's pretty much where the story ends because we did we ended up not following through with it. But like, I thought it was a crackerjack idea. I think that yeah. you could have got free stitches well, basically if a football like ricocheted off my hand. I would at least had a good reason, but they. Probably would have asked some follow-up questions like, "How did you cut right. your hand?" Yeah, this on a game? railing. Yeah, yeah, and like, show us the railing. Then it would be right, show right, us the right, railing, right. and that's then why I yeah. didn't want to. And they have security cameras everywhere, so they would probably go back and look at the security footage. I oh, think maybe. a lot yeah, of that, that would have been a mess. Then yeah. I could have blamed Jeremy. Like, <laughs> it was his idea. Caused. And I'm like, I just wanted to go to the game. Yeah, Your, your Honor. <laughs> but, uh, you, guys, you guys should just recommend, yeah, for your listeners. Like, if you have an injury, just go to a game and see see what happens. Say, <laughs> say your medical fell, attention, yo. Yeah, say you fell down and have them stitch you up, or like they they don't want a lawsuit on their hands. So, uh, so I think it could work. I don't know. Yeah, but yeah. So that was uh, eventually that's, my finger stopped bleeding. <laughs> eventually, yeah, by the playoffs, <laughs> uh, you were you were good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you were you were like Trevor Bauer. You know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it was. It was cut open. Total Trevor Bauer. I lost so much blood. I don't even remember the second half. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that ride out of that bus ride out of there was hell, though. That was the only Bears game I ever went to in the last because it took an hour to get. They load you on a bus like we took the shuttle bus. Yeah, yeah, for any for any Chicago idiotic. We could have walked out of there, which which I think that's what you do. It's a it's a harrowing. Yeah, I I figured out a way to uh, uh, park near a Bears game and walk, but. it, the shuttle bus is a harrowing experience, um, uh, but uh, for any Chicago uh, local who's gone to a Bears game probably knows the shuttle bus. It's a, it's a real... And the uh, Bears won. Remember I kept saying, like, what would this bus be like if they lost? That's true. No, and yeah, I've ridden the bus after losses. It's, it's not pretty. Right. It's not good. Everyone's drunk and angry. Well, some other thoughts, Mark, that you had uh, uh, in this game in particular. Um, Mark, you're against the in-game updating of the... Of the pitcher's ERA. Yeah. Okay. Why, why is that? It's unnecessary. I think it's for, I mean, you know, it's for the baseball geeks, which you guys probably are in that category. Yeah, that's sure. True. Yeah, we love the in-game ERA. Yeah, I like, the, I like the in-game ERA, and they update the, they do in-game average, too, you know, so their average is one thing at the beginning of the game, and then, uh, you know, it just, it, it changes throughout the game. Uh, that's just my personal take, but it's, because it's like they're pandering to the children and the geeks simultaneously. <laughs> you gotta pander to the baseball geeks, right? Right. 
But um, but yeah, well, the, I mean, man's, the man's ERA was fluctuating so much I couldn't keep track. Well, he came in at six. He was down to two. He went back up to eight. And <laughs> he was nine at one point. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. Tyler Alexander, the pitcher for the um, uh, Detroit Tigers, who's making his major league debut tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, th- that that's an extreme case because you're going to get wild fluctuations from inning to inning. So. Um, it could wait. What did I say? Like, this can wait. A you said days. you said there should be a mandatory three day wait. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like the you know buying a gun or then something. Then it might be like, more you know? exciting. Like his ERA is now four point seven five. Yeah, exactly. He was used uh, in mop up duty last night and he gave up eight runs. So um, so yeah, so uh, that's a fair point. But uh, you know, we welcome any sort of baseball uh, thoughts on this podcast, and uh, you know, there you go. Right. Uh, Jeremy, uh, there were a couple of custom jerseys that yeah. you spotted. One one I saw, Jeremy, was Duddlesworth. Was that the one of the ones oh, you've Jesus, seen? Man. I can't yeah. see Duddlesworth. Yeah. Yeah. It was Duddlestun. 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 Okay, Sean Duddlestun. Well, and yeah. I thought that it was... I, I saw it from... Because he was many rows ahead of us, and... I saw him when he like walked, you know, up to to get food and come back or whatever. Um, I thought it was Huddleston at least, and I'm like uh-huh. that's at least a name that I've seen before. Yeah, Duddleston. Like, yeah. I assume that he probably got made fun of as a kid for having the last name Duddleston, and then I don't know what I don't know how much it washed off his back, but now here he is years later with a shirt with it on the back of it. It's like, yeah. man, like. You know, saying if that's your name, don't put it on. Yeah, yes. right. stop being yes. such a dud, Duddleston. You know, <laughs> yeah, stuff exactly. Of that nature, Duddleston. Um, the other one was uh, lesson. I saw a guy L E S S I N. Okay. Yeah, and I'd like to teach that guy a lesson. Yeah. A lesson in not getting a custom jersey. I saw Nagales. Was it? Uh, was that how, how it was pronounced? Yeah, that guy was immediately in front of us. the custom jerseys? I don't know. I would never get one that said Swakowski. Right. I yeah, just, yeah, yeah. yeah. it's kill me. You know, it, what would be a funny gag gift for one of us? Well, for me or Jeremy, you want to get us a funny gag gift? Get us a custom jersey. <laughs> See, I spoiled it. I should have gotten that for you for, like, your a wedding present. Yeah, oh, yeah, right. That would uh, have been good. God damn it. I shouldn't have said it. Well, there you go. Okay. Yeah, Maybe I'll would, still do it. That would be awesome, actually. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so yeah, um, one of the big highlights, like we were saying, like so one of the big attractions to the game, uh, besides the fireworks, was it was Dollar Dog Wednesday. Yeah. Uh, wasn't, so wasn't really something on the forefront when we thought about it, but afterwards we were like, oh, yeah, perk of the, yeah. Perk of the outing. So the over-under that we recently did was uh, 3.5 for Jeremy on Dollar Dog Night. Jeremy, yep. how many Dollar Dogs did you get tonight? One, two. Three, cha-ching, four. Nice. Dollar dogs tonight. Four dollar dogs tonight. Mark, how many? You have a couple. Three. You had a couple. Three. Three. Three There you go. So another. Good. They were actually very edible. Okay. Yeah. Tasty. They had a snap to them. I will say a Mm -hmm. little bit of a a little. They were. uh, It was a hearty bite. Okay. I will say, and that's what more can you ask for? Vienna beef. I don't know. I will say, like I think normally they do Vienna beef. Um, I could see them switching them out for. uh, uh, It was Whittingham. Might have been Whittingham meat. Uh, Mark, you observed the sign Whittingham meat, which has probably been there for as long as we could remember, but we had never noticed it. No, no one's been, ever eaten Whittingham. Meats. No, no one's ever if eaten it or heard if of it. Is, call in. Yeah, I think they're yeah raindelaypod at gmail dot com. Let yeah. us know how Whittingham meats are. We may have been unwittingly eating Whittingham meats. I don't know. Um, I could see them switching that out. 
for the dollar dog night and go, yeah. going like going cheapo depot on that. But uh, right. what they said like uh, David Berg. David Berg was a good hot. That was um, I didn't see any of those signs. David yeah. Berg. Did we talk about this on a podcast? No, I don't think so. So David Berg used to be the Cubs uh, hot dog. And do you remember what the White Sox was? It was Scott Peterson. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Not the Scott Peterson who murdered his wife. Yep. The hot dog guy. Nice. There used to be. I think there was a player named Dave Berg too. There was was. an MLB player named Dave Berg. There was. Yeah. Okay. He was probably active around the same time. (laughs) Um, And then I have a friend that told me Dodger dogs are no good. Are they? I've had a Dodger dog that is not good. Okay. That's what my friend just told me today. He's like, he's like, they're horrible. Yeah. Really? They're not bad. You know why? Because LA doesn't know hot dogs. They don't squat Mm -hmm. about dogs. No. I I said it on this podcast. I think maybe last week I had a. The hot dog at an Angels game. It was the worst hot dog I ever had in my life. Really bad. Really this is bad. Important information. Yeah, I mean, so LA people, you know, yeah, uh, you know, don't at me. Yeah, strange that uh, uh, the first time I ever had Wiener Schnitzel though was in California. Oh, you, you had Wiener? Yeah, I've had that, Wiener Schnitzel. That's one chain I've never had before. Mm, it's good. It's oh good. yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> That's a that's a chain. Yeah, it's a yeah. chain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's an LA it's, or it's, a California it's, it's, chain. Yeah. The Senate used to sing about that sometimes. Wiener yeah. Schnitzel, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's hot dogs. Oh, actual, well, whatever. Wiener, an actual Wiener Schnitzel is not a hot dog, but right. It's, it's, I digress. Like filet, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, um, so yeah. So uh, anyway, the the over these over under watersheds are the the marks are crashing left and right around us. Uh, Jack, you broke one last week, uh, last game. Uh, I I surpassed my the uh, three and a half over under uh, this week and uh, you know I hope to get back. I wanted to get five. I just it was just sheer like uh, I don't know just um, I don't know. I just I just didn't get up, but I would have loved to get a fifth one. Well, and Jeremy also another one was uh, Cubs and Trump related incidents. Yeah, we could... uh, that was at one point five, right? Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, it was one point five. Yeah. Right? So we're already uh, at one, right? Yeah. I mean, we're gonna so. Oh yeah. As of as of tonight, like this news is breaking, and I have we haven't really had a chance to read any of the blowback from it. I would imagine there there was a lot. Yeah. But um, uh, there was uh, so there was um, Nike yesterday. I think like uh, recalled this like Betsy Ross like thirteen star flag uh, at the at the willing of Colin, at the advice or interjection of Colin Kaepernick, um, you know, because of its ties to potential alt-right or whatever racist like backgrounds or whatever um and for some reason the tennessee smokies uh double a affiliate of the cubs decided to troll nike and colin kaepernick by putting that flag uh in their infield dirt yeah and then tweeting about it and specifically calling out colin kaepernick yeah they tweeted at it um they tweeted uh, at at uh, they tagged Colin Kaepernick and they said like sorry we just had to do it or something like what yeah. what's going on there yeah and it's like man it's like they again they are not making it easy to like like try to like kind of look past any of these like uh, unfortunate connections <laughs> uh, to uh, certain political things going on out there it's like I mean the Cubs are becoming the f- face of like everything that probably sh- shouldn't be happening in sports really right so yeah i don't know it's uh i don't know so that's we'll, we'll mark that as a so we're at one now we're at one one, one trump related incident uh like three weeks after the episode yeah we'll, so. we're calling that a trump related incident so 
Okay, so that there, there you have it. Uh, let's see what else do we got. Uh, jo- yeah, Jeremy, there was a, a ridiculous stat with uh, John Jay that was flashed. So we had not seen John Jay uh, yet play for the White Sox. Yeah. Um, and they flashed. What was the stat? They said John Jay and Tony Gwynn were the only two players to ever get four, uh, have two consecutive four-hit games. Yes. Um, uh, so there you go. The two greatest hitters uh, you know, in, in baseball history. Tony Gwynn and John Jay. Factoid. Yeah. Yeah. It's a fun fact. They got to they got to like find uh, other ways to like link up John Jay to like, you know, like Hall of Famers like, you know, John Jay and Babe Ruth, yeah. you know, John Jay and Mickey Mantle. Like. Two guys to have three or four or less names in their surname or whatever. <laughs> I don't know. That 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 stat is more twisted than Felix PA's testicle. I'll say. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. It's pretty bad. It just yeah. I mean, listen, John Jay and Tony Gwynn should not be in the same uh, conversation. No. Uh, so uh, Jeremy, uh, uh, another video board thing that we liked was Yolmer's uh, this or that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. We th- hadn't seen this one before. Um, no, this was a new one. Yeah. So essentially, what they do is they give a player um, uh, two options. Uh, yeah. Option A or B. Or they'll B. say like you know this or that. So like you know, do you want a Ferrari? Or a Porsche, and then like a would, preference game. Yeah, cat yeah, or yeah. Dog. exactly. Yeah, which was one of which was one of them. That was one. So Yomer yeah. wanted dog. Yeah, there was uh, uh, rain or snow. He wanted uh, rain. Yomer's answer. He liked rain. rain. Really? With all this rain? Oh boy. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Uh, yeah. Uh, what was his answer to uh, cash or card? It was hard to hear what he said. Cash. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he liked, he liked he liked cash. Did he like it? Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah okay, cash. All right. Got got to got to flash those bills, I think. Yeah, right. Um, so yeah, it was it was that charming. Game was good. That one I support for the video game. Like, it's why? very simple. It more inter- yeah, it's, it's interactive. Nice. It's simple. It's fun. Yeah, I don't know if I would like it as much. Like depending on who the the, the personality is. Yomer like, is a very fun guy. You gotta like Yomer. Yeah, Yomer's a fun loving guy. Yeah, so and he's a he's a guy that they always uh, Hawk especially always liked because he said he played the game the right way. Yeah, exactly. So for, um, I'll take that for what it's oh worth. Boy. So just before I just want to put a pin in the uh, the hot dog the dollar dog talk yeah. really quick before we move on to more video game board stuff. Uh, so I should say we did end up our final tally was uh, four and three. Uh, respectively, with me and Monk. I didn't have any. I didn't not, have any not tonight. This time. No, no. no. I, I, I had a couple uh, at the South Bend game, um, oh. so I should have had some. You weren't boycotting for any religious uh, or no, or no. I had why had my Invisaligns in tonight, oh, which oh. we talked a little bit about on this podcast. Yeah, it's uh, a hindrance for Jack's uh, in-game eating. It is. It so, is. Uh, they look good though. But uh, at one point, we were um, three and two dogs in. And so we decided we wanted to get uh, one more each. We wanted more. So the vendor um, was coming around. So the nice thing about the, what the White Sox are doing with Dollar Dog Night, I will say, is like you don't necessarily have to wait in the stand and in the, in the like long ass lines for the hot dogs. There are vendors going around with one dollar dogs. Um, and I actually remember seeing on the vendor's cart that they were Vienna dogs. Now that now that I think about it, they were Vienna dogs. Bam. So there you go. Uh, local Chicago chain Vienna dogs, best hot dog out there that you can get. Um, <clears throat> way better than Nathan's. Anyway, um, uh, so um, there was a vendor coming up the aisle. We saw him like way down, like several rows back. We were in like the second to last row again. That's kind of like our thing now, yeah. I think. Um, and we saw him coming up, and we were like, right, we discussed like, what are we gonna get? Oh, let's each get a dog each. So he comes up to us. He's like, you know, someone stops him here, they buy three dogs. Someone stops him here, they get two dogs. He finally makes it up to us, and we're like, yeah, we'll take two. And like, he comes over, he opens the thing, he's like. 
I only got one left. And uh, we're like, oh, uh, okay. And immediately I'm like, I'll just go up and get the two dogs because then I'll save on tip, whatever. We've talked about the, the whole tip tipping on the right. dollar dogs of last season. This was a whole thing last season about I didn't have enough money to tip the guys. No, like, you should have to tip those guys. Maybe a beer well, guy, but not, I don't know. The dog maybe. guy? The only thing I would say is that since it's dollar dogs, maybe I don't know right. if they're making as much. Anyway, um, so uh, he's like, I only got one. And I, I, was, I was about to say, like, uh, that's fine. We'll just get them at the stand. But the guy was like, um... You want me to come back? He's like, I'll be back in five minutes. Five minutes goes on, ten minutes goes on, twenty minutes goes on, whatever. He never comes back. Um, he eventually did come back, like well after that. And um, Mark, uh, you, um, <laughs> the guy. So the guy was coming down, and he didn't have that far to go because we were in the second to last row. But he comes down and he makes immediately immediate beeline to the other section through like the same row that we were, but just on the other side. So he like so now he's a section away from us. And we're like, what, what, what happened? I, didn't you say, like, there he is? I turned and then he just... Yeah, he, he was already right. halfway down the aisle or whatever. So it's like, there he is. And I look at him and he just was, took off because someone else I was flagging shout, him out. I think you shouted at him. All right. Didn't you remember what I think he was said? like, hey, yeah. come back. Yeah. You know, like that? Yeah, 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 come yeah, back yeah. here. You said you'd come back here. Whatever. Yeah, he was like, you better come back here. <laughs> sort of. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I may have alluded to well, like, he oh. promised. Yeah, he did. Yeah. I yeah. may have alluded to the fact that now I don't have to tip them. Yeah. Um, and uh, uh, so what happened was uh, the usher, the lady usher uh, behind us, came down and she was she started saying to it, she was sort of reprimanding us or chastising us, and she's like, "Okay, be kind, be kind." Yeah. Like you know the hot dog. Are you gonna give the hot dog guy like like you know guff? Just be kind. And we're like, oh, oh, oh okay, all right. Yeah. And it's like we didn't need like like I would hope that she. Like could understand that we were. I couldn't know if she was serious, but you tell me I, she was because well, you've had pre- previous incidents well, with this woman. An incident happened later on with this woman that would indicate that she maybe wasn't oh, that's right, uh, right. joking around. Right, right. Yeah, um, but I, obviously, like you know, maybe it's the way, same way that maybe she couldn't tell if we, that we were joking. We couldn't tell that she was joking. Right. However, later on in the game, we, I guess we might as well get to it. Yeah. Um, at some point later on, late in the game, uh, this whole gaggle of of dudes. Uh, came came into the section and sat down, um, and Gordon Beckham was up. Right, and they were booing they, Gordon Beckham. They're like, boo, they were Beckham, booing boo. Beckham pretty loud. Yeah, you stink. They were like, you stink. But it wasn't over the top. No, it was lame, if anything. Yeah. And they were like holding their nose, like you stink, Beckham. And it's like this is lame. And I didn't see the nose holding, but that's nice. One guy nice did touch. held his that's nose. A good touch. And um, that'll the, show him. The one, <laughs> the woman came down and got behind them. And we're like, is she kicking these guys out or something? And she, like, made them... She's like, can I see your tickets, please? And, like, they couldn't produce the ticket for that seat. And so they all essentially, like, had to get up and scatter and, like, leave. Yeah, and the one guy she talked to who was, like, on the end uh, in the row, like, with that group, like, she tried to, like, tap him on the shoulder. And he wouldn't wouldn't even look at her. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, yeah, it was, like, it was almost like... Yeah, it was it was almost like uh, she was Dave Clark and he was Nick Castellanos, you know, in that in that scenario. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, there was no reason for those guys to get kicked out. They were just doing some good natured heckling of the road team. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And she, she bounced them. I mean, if she asked everybody in that section if they were in their right seats, that whole section would have moved. Yeah. Exactly. So it was a it was it was a bit. You, Jackie, said she was she was a, she was being a bit extra. Yeah. She was being a little extra. You know, she didn't need to come save the day like that. She kind of so. looked like a, like a crabby math teacher. Essentially, she she so had a yeah, certain like like uh, it's like grades. authoritative look about her. Yeah. yeah. Maybe she. I mean, maybe that's uh, she's a teacher and she just does that in the summer for some extra cash or <laughs> something. I don't. Who knows. Yeah, the mustard is free, but the onions cost money. Can you explain this? Oh yeah, okay. Well, because the mustard's in a packet. Yeah, uh, to, to to talk explain to speak this. on the dogs. Well, the mustard is free. Yes, but I was gonna put it on there just to be you know because just to torture myself. I don't like mustard, but I end up eating plain. I don't room. know if I knew that you didn't like mustard. Yeah, yeah remember well, yeah, you barely eat the good stuff. You gave me like the you know coops. Yeah, the coops. I like coops Dijon mustard. Like myself. actually good. I, I associate mustard with like the disgusting. The French is yellow. Yes, yes. I like them both for for their own reasons. But um, uh, yeah, well, whatever. You you can get condiments or whatever. But and I think what it is is that they know. We've talked about this before at White Sox games. They know that you love that people love the grilled onions. Yeah. And uh, I think. I think when you buy a regular hot dog, you can just get the grilled onions on there. Mm -hmm. But because they're dollar dogs, they make you pay extra for the onions. So it's what fifty cents or something. I've seen this before, where like I like you what go if up. You wanted like a tomato and pickle on it. It's not even. I not think it's. I think it's extra. Oh, I think the toppings are extra. Like you can get gouging. This is just price gouging. You can get the raw diced onions from the stand uh, for free, which I got. Um, but. But grilled oh. onions, you have to pay extra. Oh, for. oh, oh! The crappy like Seven Eleven ones are free. Yes. Oh, those right. are free. Yes. So it needs that, but that's a bad. That's bad with just onions. You get onion and mustard. And mustard. That's that that's, enough. That's, yeah, that's fine for it me. Is. I'll you know if if I'm not going Chicago dog, just I'll go. onions is wrong on a hot dog. It's I mean, a little because it's a little spicy. It's a little. It's a little it gives you hot breath. Yeah, just onions. Right <laughs> you need the mustard to Better counteract it. Yeah. So so anyway. So yeah. So that I think that puts a pin in the final total was uh, four. Yeah, we said it already. I we did have. I had a couple beers tonight. Uh, Mark, you had sure. a couple beers too. Yeah. Why do you guys keep track of the stuff? Because it's just minutia, more minutia. Why do we keep track of it? You normally because we don't eat at games. I think. Oh, oh you don't. We, I I don't actually, either. Yeah, we actually normally don't. Sometimes like for a dollar dog night. Is that why you asked me what the price was? I, like I don't don't normally spend that kind of price on beers, but I was like, the beer thing was uh, like well, Kevin that's because Goggin system of splurge. <laughs> Someone yeah. while you're there. Listener Kevin, I think we've yes. mentioned him before. Anyway, uh, no, well, the beers thing was we don't also drink beers too much. I was just like I, the, the I got three one two beer, uh, or, and uh, it's not my favorite, uh, but it was right by our seat, so I right. got it. And I'm like, am I paying too much for beer that I don't even really want? Yes. Um, the answer is yes. The answer was yes. So there you go. But um, but yeah. So uh, anyway, the Dollar Dog Night is fantastic. I love it. Um, it let's is. see. It really is. It is a good promotion. Let's run down some of these promotions because we had a 12 inning game tonight. Yeah, we did. And I think it allowed us to see some promotions that we hadn't normally seen before. Yeah, we um, saw um, uh, Yohan Moncada putting sticky notes on his face. Yeah, and I think it was just called sticky notes. I don't know. Oh no, was it a Guinness book? It was like it was the Guinness. Guinness. 
The Guinness yeah. record was 30, and he put, got about seven to stick. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why we're, we're like, retaining this, this information. This guy's he was in the midst uh, of a two-home <laughs> run game at that point, which is what they kept saying on the scoreboard when him and Ryan Cordell would come up. They said, in the midst of... Uh, what did that mean? It was a joke like he's going to hit another one? What did that I mean? think they just said that he is currently in the midst of having a two-home run but game. But he only had one at that point, right? No, he had, he had two for both Moncada and Cordell. Because for Moncada, they said he's in the midst of his third career home run yeah, game. Yeah, but that was after he tied it up then. Yeah, yeah, because he, 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 he came up he came up to the plate again. Yeah, he had two drive. homers uh, tonight. McConnor? Yeah. yeah. Oh. Um, when, it was, when, when did he homer earlier? Can you uh, yeah, he homered earlier in the game. He homered from the right side. Oh, he homered from the right side. He homered the first inning. Oh, he was the first inning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mark, you were there, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that was well, a nice. Because he batted right, he normally bats left. Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a yeah a switch. But so they had him putting these sticky notes on his face, trying to break the Guinness World Record. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it's like this. This is a guy who's hit two home runs tonight. He's hitting over three hundred for you, and yeah. like you're making him put sticky notes on his face for a, a promotion. It's undignified. <laughs> it's pre-recorded. Pre-recorded. <laughs> yeah, they had no no idea that he would have a, a break. A good so game. they have scrapped it because of this. Right. They didn't say, "Hey, they're like, let's." It was let's, undignified. Let's get a, a was, let's get a Daniel Polka clip on here. Let's have. Don't him you do guys wonder like why do the players agree to this other than like the the massive contracts? You think they, can they <laughs> contractual obligations? I wonder if he's like, can they, like uh, I just don't want to do be part of these zany promotions. <laughs> I, I don't want to do it, Coach. Right. <laughs> could you, could you I mean, I know I would say that. Could yeah. you imagine John Lester putting a bunch of sticky notes on his face? Yeah. You know, right. like he yeah, he would put like fishing lures on his face. <laughs> um, <laughs> I gotta say, guys, I liked the sticky note thing. Oh boy, I I think it's like I like to see players like kind of like let their guard down and be kind of silly. Um, and, uh, you know, I don't, I actually don't know too much of Moncada's, uh, personality. Yeah. He actually comes across to me as a, maybe a bit of a hothead. Sure. Um, is he? I don't know. back. Maybe his head is hot because he wears Remember that he white thing. Remember he said anyone can buy a rag and put on their head. Remember he <laughs> told that the one day? Yeah, yeah. That was pretty, that was pretty great. Uh, Benetti, yeah. uh, asked him, uh. Something it's like, where do you get your rag? He's like, it's a good fashion thing. He's like, anyone can. It was through the interpreters. Like. Anyone. The answer was essentially like anyone could put a rag on their head. <laughs> <laughs> I, love that. I, I do like I that. <laughs> but yeah. that, that made me think he's laid back and mellow, but I know that's very out of context. He's just one. And he just hit a game winning hit that day whenever he was True, that. true. Well, I liked it. I thought it was like a. a Is a, he a hothead though? What evidence? I, I don't know. I feel like maybe he got thrown out stealing once and he got mad or threw his helmet or something. So like, I'm like, <laughs> he could lighten up a little bit. I don't know, whatever. Well, but. A definite strategy to getting sticky notes on your face. It seems like you have to stick. He he was the most successful when he got one stuck, and then he stuck more to that one. Yeah, but note. then they got too heavy, and then some of them fell. That's so, true. So yeah. that was the strategy there. But uh, I I thought that was interesting. I mean, I guess they would try different uh, Guinness records and different installments of right. this. But uh, you know, I I, I thought so it was interesting. It. Yeah. What would D Rose say? Uh, you know. Mark DeRosa. Scrap it, yeah. Uh, Mark DeRosa. I, no, I, no, no, no. Jim DeRogatis. Oh, Jim DeRogatis. Uh, Remember they'd be like, tape it, buy it, scrap it. Local Chicago tribute. We have, no, Mark, they we're national. Like, okay, let's listen. We, we, oh. we, we got to go. They uh, would have like a system for now. I'm like, tape the album, buy it. This don't. is a, Like a that sh- segment, I'm like, scrap it. A scrap Chicago the, Tribune the, 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 rock the critic. Guinness 
Jim Deere guys who actually wrote a book about oh, okay. uh, R. Kelly and his right. like sexual exploits. <laughs> but anyway, um, so we got a lot of directions going on this podcast, but I think it's great. Um, so moving right along, I, I like that. I like the, the Guinness thing. There was a mouth guard thing. Yeah, I've seen this one before. Um, so can you explain what this is? Yeah, so basically it looks like some sort of dental apparatus that yeah. like, they'll, they'll put in your uh, mouth to like open up your teeth so they can clean or open up your gums or and your lips so they can clean your, your teeth. What's the um, what's the thing called in a Clockwork Orange when they pry the eyeballs open? There's like a name for it. It's like the vidi licky vidi so method. See, I thought it was more like that Conan O'Brien thing. Remember when you used to do that thing? Uh huh. Just they would just like make the guy's mouth talk over a still photo of somebody. Oh, face. okay, yeah. That's what I thought they were doing. But you're saying that was an actual. Yeah, he device. had an actual like dental that apparatus. That's freaking out. Like, yeah. Me, yeah, I'm very squeamish, and I don't want to see stuff like that. But, it looked weird, but and the it kids like it. Hey, keep it coming. Uncomfortable. Uh, it's called the Ludovico uh, technique. I just wanted to get that in there. Oh, okay. From, from the uh, Clockwork oh, Orange. Nice. I've only oh. seen a Clockwork Orange once. Ooh, that's uh, good. Yeah. Yeah. Read the book and uh, get it with that uh, deleted it. last chapter. That they understand. Eyeballs. It's his well, eyeballs, but it's yeah, kind of like a similar freaky. thing in the mouth. Um, so you saw it before. So he had to say a phrase, a baseball phrase, and yeah. someone had to guess what he said. His the phrase was like a hit up the middle or something. Yeah. And that one is kind of <laughs> was kind of easy to figure out or something. Yeah. Um, but and then uh, rob a home run. Was that one English is oh, even it? your first language. Try that. Come on. Well, I don't know. I um, but I, who was doing it? Was it James was it, McCann? Was it Ryan Cordell? Was that Ryan Cordell? Was, was it Cordell? It? it might have been. Yeah. I'm Again, not, like I'm not quite sure. The two guys who hit two home runs, like both had to do those things. Tonight. It might not have been Cordell though. It might have been like somebody else. I will say. So I I I will say. Um, uh, we talked about this uh in the off season, but I. I I went to the Philippines in uh, November, uh, last November. We were at a store, like a toy store kind of thing, uh, kind of like weird science toys or something. They had a game called the Mouth Guard Challenge, and it was this mouth guard thing. It was a game where you bought it and you played with friends, uh, uh, supposedly. And uh, you would, I think it was the same thing. You would get phrases that you had to say, and your, your uh, uh, teammates had to guess what you were saying. And it had it came with like five mouth comes with five mouth guards or yeah, something. Yeah, I don't think I'd want to play that more than once. Yeah, exactly. Like you gotta we gotta wash these mouth that's guards. You have to you know? boil it or something. It's like this is a lot of <laughs> oh, like you, oh that's gross. Yeah. yeah. So gross. I've I've seen the mouth guard before, but never in the context of the White Sox. I thought this was some kind of weird Philippines thing going on. But, uh, <laughs> but apparently, it's made its way to uh, the White Sox video board. So what if there was an inning where nothing happened? That's my uh, you know what I mean that would be interesting. Like I feel like. It's the bombardment is the word. It's like feel like I, you know, I had a thought. I was like, you guys don't care. So like, if the game was interesting, would we need all these zany uh, gimmicks going on? And well, I understand, but I like I was like, I actually like some of the gimmicks where I'm like they should just be pulled back and like every two innings, every three, instead they're bombarding at you with the music and the, <laughs> and the t-shirt cannons. And it's just, for me, it's too much. I don't, I don't like it. But I'm an old, crusty old man. Well, it's it's the White Sox way. I, I feel like yeah. just, that's always sort of been their thing since like right. the Vex owned the uh, the franchise. Sure, and it's sure, probably right. never going to change. Well, whereas the the Cubs yeah, like Vex did invent like the gimmicks. So you're gonna... The Cubs rely mm-hmm. on like part of the gimmick of the of going to a Cubs game is like the. Uh, the past, the like, the history of the game. White Sox, I feel like majority of the fans there right. 
No, regularly don't like, like baseball. Right. It's regularly <laughs> like, oh, you're here, you're put in this privileged building. And yeah. It's enough. Or the Sox, they feel like they have to entertain the people. It's and it's entertainment right. for people who don't like baseball who are right. at the games. No, basically. That's, yeah. actually, that's well put. Which and, and accurate what we witnessed tonight. And we're the opposite of that, which is why we. That's why when I see you guys like you know, like actually noticing positioning of the coaches, I'm like, who the hell knew that happened other than you two guys? Well, we're we're a uh, stadium full of nineteen thousand people. We're relics. The final attendance numbers, by the way. I mean, I'll pull it up. I'll pull it up. We're relics. We're part of a, between seventeen and twenty-four thousand. We're part of a dying breed, and um, you know, one day we will die out, and baseball will come. will go with us. <laughs> but uh, for now, <laughs> we have we uh, episode forty-eight to finish, and episode forty-nine right on the horizon. Well, yeah, there was air, <laughs> air guitar hero. Air guitar uh, hero, which well. is what pretty self-explanatory. A lot of bad. Air guitaring. Yeah, a lot of people, people holding a car like this, which you know no one can see, but just a lot of people. Improper yeah, like, holding of a guitar. Yeah, it, holding a it guitar. would be as if you were, fell out of a tree and were clinging onto like the last branch, and then played that as a guitar. And then they were using <laughs> "Sweet Child of Mine," which is not a good air guitar song. Oh yeah, right. right. That's like that's not a good. You mean it's not no. a song you would want you know, want to display those skills no. with? Yeah, no, that was a bad choice. It was. A lot of bad air guitaring, um, and uh, I guess it's a potentially funny uh, gimmick too. But yeah, the the people they zoomed in on just were ill prepared and just perhaps. I miss the uh, baseball Mount Rushmore too. I yeah, that, that was that's the one I really enjoyed. <laughs> <laughs> the conceit of that one was a bit was a bit cloudy. They had Jose Abreu up there, and they they the just graphics were terrible. For them. <laughs> they just asked him his baseball Mount Rushmore, and he picked. Um, Essentially, Mini, his, his, yeah, his four best players. It was right? Minnie Minoso, Albert Pujols, Derek Jeter, and Robinson Cano. Yes. Uh, a um, very strange mix. We were questioning players. how he knew Minnie Minoso. Yes. Yeah. I, I'd say that he um, uh, saw him driving around uh, Chicago randomly like I did. Or uh, someone, maybe someone filled him in on the history of him. And, uh, well, he was uh, one of the first... Uh, Dominican players in baseball, maybe, right, right, right. maybe I don't know. I could be wrong. That was one of my guesses. But um, but yeah, um, or a very pro- early prominent one. He also played. Many of also played like in five different decades. He or did. He did. It was the fifties, sixties, seventies, and eighties at least. And then they tried yes, to get him to play in the nineties too. But baseball was like, no, you can't. You can't. They tried to have him pinch hit in a minor league game. Really? And then yeah, mm-hmm. baseball stepped in and they were like, no, you can't. You can't do that. No way. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 Wait, I'm familiar with Cano who's the other guy Jeter and oh, uh, Jeter yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the Cano one surprised me you know Cano's like a really excellent player it just surprised me well and he's, he's a, a steroid guy now a little he's tarnished kind of been, yeah. yeah a little tarnished yeah. you have to unchisel that rock and put someone else in there yeah but uh, but yeah I'll, I'll get into my mini Minoso sightings in Chicago at a later episode sure um, but uh, yeah so what else uh, bloopers yeah, uh, they showed bloopers, which who doesn't love bloopers? Right. Yeah, except uh, when they're not really bloopers. Errors. Right. Yeah, some of these were just errors. Actually. Yeah, errors are like you know Joe Theismann getting his leg broken was like the type of thing we were seeing on these. Like, guys just, like getting like hurt. Some of them were bloopers. Some of them That's were not a blooper. Yeah. Some yeah. of them Did were they things show that, that no, that was oh, an well, exaggeration. But you know, it wouldn't surprise. They showed a guy throwing a baseball bat into a stand. Well, That's I'm saying yeah. some of them were just things that happened. <laughs> they're not really bloopers. It's like yeah. oh. Oh, this guy swung and the bat came out of his hand like <laughs> blooper <laughs> like some one of them was like a foul ball like like went like over by where someone was like 
in the first row. I want to see that one where Randy Johnson hit that bird in midair. That's a but yeah, it's like you know the PETA people wouldn't be into that. Bird. Sure, but I mean, and that's not a blooper either. But yeah, it's that that that's that's certainly a one of a kind sort of thing. I would say, but it is. Uh, um, oddities. But yeah, there were an oddities. I think the blooper rate was about like. 15 to 20 percent of what yeah. they actually showed but um we know bloopers and those weren't them there you go that's yeah. right we Most also set. we missed brewing with ricky which may have been brewing with ozzy this week yeah this one's gonna hang over our heads yeah. for a while yeah it, it was very disappointing um unless uh, they're all online somewhere we could just find it yeah i've never bothered to look probably but, not yeah yeah no, i don't think so either uh, um, well here's the thing though so it may or may not have been brewing with ozzy because they showed ozzy gein at the end drinking with a beer and then it just said brewing with ozzy see, i didn't even it, see that then, yeah so that that's that was like the very last clip but i almost wonder if ozzy like took rick renteria's place it's sort of like in two and a half men when uh ashton kutcher replaced charlie sheen yeah you know? exactly. it's like yeah. it's like that that big of a deal or like, when sandy duncan replaced uh valerie harper on the, the in Hogan both those incidents i watched those shows it's like I'm in the minority. I watch those shows. Yeah, we, we gave two disparate uh, examples of TV recasting, and you knew both of them, Mark. That's what the, you're the bridge that connects us but both this, together. But this brewing is a Goose Island promotion, obviously. Right? It, it is. is. It is. Yes. They don't actually brew anything. They just drink the beer. No, they they're skits, and they, they oh, usually skits, are shot skits, inside skits. of the actual Goose Island oh, brewery. Oh, yeah, let's say that sounds funny. They usually have no plot. And they're usually poorly executed. Yeah, the, the premise of it is that Rick Renteria is the new boss of uh, 312 Brewing. Um, yeah, the Brewers. So it, the, the Brewers. I like this premise because this is that's more... That's well, the, as a premise, it, it, it's, it's got potential. It's got potential. Yeah. 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 Sophisticated. Execution is another thing. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, uh, they're on a tight budget. I will say one of the things, the reason why I didn't like look up is because like it was there was no dialogue. It, all I... I what I can yeah. recall from it, it was like Spanish guitar or something. It was like, like kind of like that, like that, like sultry Spanish, like classical guitar or something. And like, so I can only imagine that it was like maybe just like, either like, like they couldn't find Ricky or something. And then they opened the door to the um, uh, office, and it was like Ozzy Guillen with his feet kicked up, drinking like a beer or something. Right. I don't know. Like uh, that's what I intuited just from listening to the sound. It's of like, it. man, is Rick? Is Ricky like a little worried now for his like actual managerial job? Yeah, he's like, he's, man, they replaced me on Brewing with Ricky. Like exactly, they fired him. Um, yeah. Uh, Why did you miss that? it? You were getting fooled. No, we were just we're looking, just looking down. down, looking oh. down on my scorecard. Because it happens so damn fast. It does. Those it are does. only like thirty second skips. Yeah, so <laughs> next next time, baby. I don't know. Stimuli. We had an L flag in the audience. The Cubs. The oh. Cubs lost. Uh, Jeremy and Mark were uh, fairly occupied with the last couple outs of the Cubs game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I we, insisted Jeremy watch the Cubs blow it on his phone. Yeah, which I had they, a bad feeling when I saw a five four lead. Which they did. Which they did. Um, uh, Wilson Contreras was in right field for some reason. Yes. Um, and uh, so they blew it. And then like yeah, so there were two fans behind home plate in the I will say in those like scout seats too, the like expensive seats behind the M and M man where they like serve you food like like it it, it costs like one hundred fifty dollars a game or something maybe even more. Um, it's unlimited free food or whatever, and these there are people there who brought an L flag. Um, Two of them, and they're waving them furiously in a very tight, tense moment of the game. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Right, and you asked, you asked I was like, me, is this a strategic move? Yeah, and I and I said like, to them it is because I think that they think that waving this L flag somehow helps the White Sox win a game, <laughs> which it doesn't. 
It's um, a funny premise. And it's again, it's like I I think that they were maybe more Ultimately happy. It worked. <laughs> yeah, maybe it worked. Maybe that they pulled it out. But like, I think those fans were more happy that the Cubs lost than the White Sox won. Right there, That's you thing. go. Good, good, good observation. So I mean, what can you do? The they they had big L flags, so well, they, they used them. At any rate, maybe it did help the White Sox win. They ended up uh, walking it off in the twelfth inning. The game went twelve innings. Uh, Abreu hit a three-run home run to walk it off off of uh, uh, Nick Ramirez. Um, yeah, and yeah, sent everybody home happy. I guess. Yeah. Uh, Plenty of people. Yeah. Well, the man, except for the people that stayed for the fireworks show, that probably goes on until 2 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, we ran into a pretty interesting character on the way home, Jeremy. I don't know if we have a name for for him yet. No, I didn't really come up with a name. I don't think. I think he yeah, like yeah. Uh, transcends name. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, a so strange individual. Yeah. The uh, and this is this, this is the kind of uh, you know thing that you chalk up to going to a White Sox game. This is something you don't have like uh, encounter at uh, at Cubs games. It's um, not happening to Clark and Addison people. Yeah, and so Mark, you can see now like why we do this podcast. The, um, yeah, these no, things happen. I'm understanding. Yeah. Um, so I will say the the way it started basically. Was we were on the train, uh, the 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 CTA L, the elevated very trains, very crowded, very crowded post game. Um, for people who've never been on the trains before, um, they they're connected. Uh, there's a door. There's like there's like the door that you go in and out. But there's there is a like front door that like that kind of connects from the butt end of one train to the front end of the other train, and you can kind of pass from train to train without getting out and going to the platform and going and like running to the next train. So people occasionally will go from train to train, even though it says like you're not supposed to do that. At some point, you're actually exposed to the outside on this fast speeding train, so it's dangerous. Um, but so every once in a while, you'll hear uh, someone come through. And usually it's someone who uh, maybe is not, uh, you know, fearing the law or fearing like any sort of societal norms. Um, and so you hear the train. So any every Chicagoan who's been on the train has heard that door open, and you're like, oh, shit, what's going to happen now? Yeah, because it's usually some shady person yeah. like, moving from car to car. It's my pet peeve, Jeremy. So um, I'm just going to do a, a programming note here that this, this next uh, chunk is going to be quite blue. In, yeah. in, the, in terms of language, yeah. Um, so I'm going to reenact what it what what it would happen basically. So um, okay, we we heard the door uh, open and close, and then like the sound builds, and it's kind of like this. Fuck the White Sox and fuck the Tigers. Fuck Detroit too. Fuck the White Sox and and Detroit. Fuck the White Sox. Fuck Detroit. And like he just the sound just this this voice just gets closer and closer. And um, it's a kid. I, he said he was in college. He looked like he was 19 or 20. Yeah, he might have been, uh, yeah, like freshly in, in college. Um, uh, at first, I was hoping that he wasn't drunk, but then later he said he was. Yeah, he seemed, yeah, la- later on, I could kind of gauge that he was drunk. Yeah, yeah, and so he was just straight trolling people on the train. Yeah. And, like, I mean, to his credit, like, he was, he was like, poking a bee's nest because... Listen, if I got up there and like, and and said like, you know, hey everyone, I I noticed here that you're all White Sox or Tigers fans. I would just like to say to both of you, fuck you and fuck your team that you like. I would expect to be. Remember he said clap if you want me to shut up, but then when no one's saying anything, he's like clap if you want me to keep going. Like yeah, he was, he was uh, 
the ultimate instigator. I would expect to be poking pounded, a business is a, is a pound, good phrase. Pounded into the ground yes. by by an angry mob. Yeah. Uh, you, he was inciting an angry mob, basically. Yeah. Um, uh, but to the kid's credit, he he um uh, a nuisance. He, but he was funny. He actually. was funny at like, first. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, so he he just kind of like you um, mentioned it both for Trump in twenty twenty. No, no, we're not there. Oh, okay, I'm, I'm telling. I'm painting a picture, <laughs> Mark. Yeah. <clears throat> so, um, he uh, he he was just instigating these people, and like he did not get killed. Um, he no one kind of came at him. People were just kind of like laughing because he was legitimately funny. He was. He was. Um, he was like, I hope one of your because he, so he eventually one of the Sox fans engaged in, him. engaged him. Yeah, and uh, they started getting into this uh, uh, verbal. Uh, the kid said. The kid said, "Fuck the White Sox and fuck Detroit." I'm from the north side. My team's the Cubs, and the Cubs are better than both of those teams. The White Sox suck. I didn't hear yeah. that part. Of and 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 the guy was like, "White Sox don't suck." Like, or, or Cubs? Yeah, yeah. White Sox don't suck. Rule one: suck. Don't engage with the maniac people. Right. Like, well, yeah, this guy yeah, couldn't help yeah, himself. The Sox fan well, is too he's stupid. And, to and understand. This, this, the Sox fan was like, "Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. We'll see where we are in four weeks." Yeah, he's something like, like, like that. We'll see where we are in uh, you know, um, like you know, when the clock strikes four weeks. Like yeah. he was like, I think he wanted to say like tomorrow or something, but he's like, no, he's like, he knows that. So like, yeah. So and the Cubs are on a skid right now. The White Sox swept a doubleheader, or uh, so. Um, I guess he's feeling good, but the guy. So then the kid retorts by saying, "What does he say?" Uh, I hope one of your players gets injured. Yeah, he's that- like, he's like, yeah, just watch. One of your players is gonna get injured tomorrow. Yeah, and he's like, oh, I don't know about that, man. He's like, yeah, all right, two players are gonna get injured. It's yeah, hush over the crowd. And, and, when he said that. Yeah, and well, and then this guy, this guy uh, was like, yeah, well, uh, hey, what's your home record? What's your home record? Road like, record. He's like, what's your road, road record? record? Yeah, that was a low blow. And he's like, it's better than yours. And he's like, I don't think so, man. Check it. It's not. And it's like, <laughs> what are we arguing here? And like, this kid yeah. doesn't even know the name of the Detroit franchise. Like, why are you arguing? He wasn't really a coach, man, I don't think. I think no, he was, he was he just trying to yeah, 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 control yeah. everybody. Uh, and so then, then the Sox fans started saying, you know, Trump 2020. Uh, right, right? Is, or did the kid no, no, bring the it kid, up the first? Kid, oh, kid, yeah, the kid brought it up first. Yeah, there was no, like, there was, it never went there. The kid was just like, he was just like saying whatever. And so he's like, He's like, he almost, it was almost like he said, hey, you know what? Trump 2020. Was he, he was like, make America great again. Trump 2020. It's like, I'm voting for Trump. And then like, he was like, yeah. And then you he couldn't started ignore him any further at that point. No, it was, just, it was too No, he captivated the whole train car. And, um, and, and, and people were just like laughing. And so I, I did see when, once he started saying the Trump 2020, people were like starting to roll their eyes or whatever. And I was trying to. I'm like, this is maybe where things get out of control. Yeah. But it still right. wasn't to the There's credit of these people. There's always an escalation people. type deal in Chicago. It well, can always escalate. So the kid was like, so he, he was like, all right, hey, clap your hands if you want me to shut the fuck up or something. Yeah. It's like, and then no one clapped. He's like, all right, yeah, like what Mark said. Then clap your hands if you do want me to shut up. He's like, clap your hands if you're going to vote Trump 2020. <laughs> and like, it was just... He was just all over the place. Yeah. But, like, it was, like, funny and entertaining. It was. It was. But then what happened was he got... It was funny, and then he, like, got off the train, or he yeah. left that car. And so it was like, all right, that was that was funny. He's gone, yeah. And that was... It was a graceful exit. It was. The it train was. stopped. He got off. Because I thought he got off the train. Because um, he went out the door, right? So he went like, out the door. He must have got back on somewhere. Well, and then he the people... sitting in the doorway. You didn't mention him anymore. Oh... We'll get there. So so he's like um so he's uh he gets off the train and then like the people were like look watching him cuz like everyone was so captivated by him. People were recording him. Um and then someone leans out the window the door and they're like 
He just got on the other car. Okay. Like, he didn't actually leave. He got on the other car. Yep. And so then he gets on the other car, and then, like, a minute later, he comes back through our train. Yeah. And he, like, kind of starts up again. But at some point, he kind of, like, did actually quiet down and sit at the end of the car. Yeah. And I, I think that's when he said, like, I'm drunk or something. Yeah, and I think he started weirding a lot of the people there out. Yeah. Because I, they started, like, leaving that section yeah. of the train, and then so many of them got off. Yeah, uh, and a lot of the people uh, who were on the, in this car with us were uh, Tigers fans. Jeremy, I don't know if you guys heard this, but uh, one guy said he said, uh, "Oh, Detroit never looked so good." Right. Yeah. 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 yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, it was the older guys. So like a lot of the people, you could tell like these uh, you know Michiganders who probably weren't from Detroit. They were probably from like the you know right. the suburbs. Sure. Uh, were like you know. Appalled by this uh, thing that happens every day for you know Chicago commuters. <laughs> yeah, 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 sure. And and, and Detroit's been through its hard share. Uh, the city itself has been through its uh, tough times, and so they are probably remarking that this is actually that that Detroit is actually better than what's happening. <laughs> right, right. Correct. Yeah. yeah. So um. So yeah. So I mean, it's impossible to encapsulate this whole thing. I would just say that like the vibe was generally like lighthearted. Yeah. And like this kid was like he was thriving off of like the the like the laughter because I don't know if he was I don't he think he was really manic or something is what I mean like he was maybe quiet down I I joked I'm like he's used up his manic energy yeah so I don't know if he like I don't I don't I don't even even sure if he wanted to start shit but like people were like laughing and it, it was it was like a godsend because like obviously if if someone like took it the wrong way it could have gotten ugly. Um, but then, so like, and he's talking about like, I, I'm on the north side. I go to a good school. I go to DePaul, and uh, and then we're and we're I'm doing the math in my head. and I'm like, is this guy gonna get out at our same stop? Because we've talked about this before, maybe, but like, it's a two train trip to uh, the yeah. Sox game. So yeah. we transfer from one train to another, and uh, usually by that point, we've shaken most of the crowd. Yes. Um, and so it's a pretty peaceful ride that last stretch home. But this guy was still on the train, and like we're like, how are we ever going to shake this kid? And um, <clears throat> so, yeah, so we get off, and sure enough, he gets off at the same Lo stop and as us. And uh, I will say, there was one guy who who was like on the car with us, and he was like this like rock. He was like this kind of like hippie rocker guy, kind of, but or like. I, not even hippie, but he had like weird facial hair. He yeah, had a and weird I think beard. calling him a rocker makes him sound right, too cool. Right. You know. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, he wasn't like uh, like uh, Richie Sambora or something. He was like uh, uh, greasy. He needs another adjective. After he might have been a fish guy, maybe like a yeah. fish, like ph greasy fish. fish guy. Yeah, like that kind of guy. Not like a straight up like right. hippie like tie dye guy, but he had like some kind of. He had a guitar with him. He was eating them. something out of a rusty metal box. Well, it was like he had like sushi, little sushi. It wasn't rolls. sushi. It, it was wasn't... um. It was these like, it was these like wraps. Like uh, it was like a, it was like a Italian wrap, like in like a tortilla, like you can get, and then like they cut, they cut it up into. Uh, Which is a stupid thing to be eating on an L train. <laughs> yeah. No. Exactly. It is. It's a foolish thing to be eating in public. Um, but uh, <laughs> but he was doing. He was eating this. <laughs> Correct, Amundo. <laughs> you nailed it right on the head. Yeah, yeah. Um, but um, no, so like he he was he, interesting. What what no what got me about this guy is that his stop was coming at the same as ours. He got up and he dropped his. He had all this shit with him, including a, a guitar, a uh, food, uh, a six pack of beer, yeah. in like in like bottles in like one of those cardboard holders uh, where the bottles are exposed. 
And um, he got up and he had all this shit and then he dropped his phone. So they had to like crawl under the bench to get his phone. Oh. And I'm like, this is just a mess. And like, I was going to help the guy because like he had to get his shit, but he was maybe going to miss his stop. And I was actually going to help this guy because like the worst thing to do is like miss your stop because you dropped your phone and you were fishing for it and you had all this shit. So it was a mess. But So he gets off the train and um, the kid gets off the train and he goes over like and he's like we're all edging try to like getting inching away from this kids to, to avoid it he did at some point come up to us and, and engage Long us behold. yeah he did engage us and we I gotta say we played it pretty cool and he kind of like kind of lost interest in us pretty yep. quickly and moved yeah. on he knew yeah. we weren't good fodder he did ask us for a dollar yeah. and we yeah. said no and he said is it because I'm black no he yeah. said like I don't need it anyway Yo, and then he walked away he's like I don't need a dollar <laughs> yeah and like, he's like I got a Tommy Hilfiger bag yeah right exactly he said he that he did oh he said that yeah, yeah. I was gonna ask him if there was actual books in there because it was a book bag like Oh, and he then, might have been a, just a crazy student. And I so, Mark, very confused. To speak to what you said earlier, he did the train that we had gotten off. He was like trying to like give some girls his like Snapchat handle, and he was like standing in the All door. Right. He was calling people by their name, like "See you, Linda." He was calling <laughs> was he? Yeah, he said to like "See you later, Sarah, Linda, Lucy." <laughs> Well, he was standing in the door, and the train conductor was trying to pull away, and yeah, she's like, she, like, she started going when he was standing in the door. Yeah, because he wouldn't get out, so she started yeah. moving the train, and he was like in the door, and he had to like jump out. Yeah, and like well, so. Imagine you were staying in front of an elevator door. That's what he's doing, but it's, it's dangerous because. The but elevator. the elevator moves sideways, and you right. were almost going to fall can out. Fall into the crack and die. But he was laughing about it. Which <laughs> he, it, was, it was actually kind of amusing, but he was laughing about it. And so then he, so then now we're on the platform waiting for the the second train, and. He, he he loses interest in us, passes up, passes us up, but he goes to the the fish guy, the like the the fish uh, jam band guy, and he starts talking to this guy. So our train comes, we get on the train, and like this fish guy was gonna get on the train too, um, but he they were talking, and like as we were getting on, he gets he says something to the guy. He's like, "Hey, can I get one of those?" And the guy goes like, "Yeah." And then all we hear is like the guy say like, "Hey, you asshole!" Yeah. And like he's like, G- "Give me that, get that back, get back here!" He said, and like, "Fuck you!" Yeah, yeah, fuck you! And like he like ran off and like so he either took one of his beers, he took one of his little or roll up sandwiches, <laughs> he took something he and like ran away. A minor offense. Yeah, but then the guy didn't get on the train because no. he went after the kid. Yeah, but but then as as the train pulled away, I saw I saw those. <laughs> I saw those two talking about something. <laughs> right, because like... What, he re-engaged them? Yes. Yeah, well, they, yes were the, they were the only two on the platform at that point because everyone else got on the train, the, yeah. their their destination but, train. But like they weren't arguing. No. They were talking. No, because the kid was probably just fucking with them. Yeah. So like the, oh, the kid probably diffused the situation. It's like, hey, I'm just playing with you, man. Here's your sandwich. Here's your little wrap. Yeah. Slice back or whatever. Yeah. And like they probably like, but then the guy had to stand there and wait for the next train with this kid. Which, so he was stuck with this guy. Yeah, which was probably coming he for like 15 him. minutes. It was a mess. He yeah. seemed to have some measure of intelligence. And that was an odd thing to say. Well, he, like, he, he didn't, didn't seem like a complete dangerous. No, he was kind of playing the crowd like a fiddle right, right, a little yeah, bit. That's what I yeah. kind of yeah. like. Liked he was about he was him, orchestrating like the. There's people that we, we encounter every day, and you're generally scared of them. And I don't think anyone was generally scared. No, of no, it was a weird interaction. He was a like nuisance, a, but not like yeah, scary necessarily. Some sort of just instigator. I don't know. There's got to be. A he was a tr- who's a troll. That's, yeah. It's yeah. what the kids right. call a troll these days. I always think of Woody Woodpecker. Like <laughs> so, people. real quick, let's let's let's. There's some stuff 
game stuff here, but we'll, we'll plow through it really yeah. quick. Ryan Cordell, great catch, uh, two home runs. Robbed uh, a homer, potentially, uh, and hit two. Yeah, M- uh, Moncada home runs from both sides of the plate. His second one, an absolute bomb. He clobbered them both. I think, like, you know, old meat slap hand. Uh, he wasn't the only one who had a meat slap because whoever tried to make a play on either one of those homers probably got their, their hand crumbled to dust. Yeah. Tyler Alexander made his major league debut and looked okay. Went five innings, gave up five <laughs> hits, two uh, two runs, both earned, no walks, and four strikeouts. So not a bad not a bad MLB debut for Tyler Alexander, whose minor league numbers were garbage. Oh yeah, oh yeah, Absolute I was, was going to mention the numbers. It's yeah, Triple A, two and nine with a six point two three ERA. Oof. oof. That, I wrote if it that down because I couldn't believe it. If that doesn't scream MLB promotion to me, I don't know what does. <laughs> like get this guy up to the big league club now. Um, yeah, what else? Nick uh, Castellanos, a triple away from the cycle. He went four for six yeah, uh, with, a, with a home run and three RBIs. His home run was a bomb, too. He got yes. all of it. Yeah. He was four for his first four, and then yep. he kind of made two out there at the end. But, yeah. uh, Mark, as a drummer, do you like Nico Goodrum? Big fan. <laughs> <laughs> all right, uh, he's, a, he's, a, he's got a good drum. Yeah, he played a good shortstop. I think he plays all over the diamond, too. So kudos to him for playing a good shortstop. Man, Miguel Cabrera... Uh, the guy is a total punch and Judy hitter at this point. Like he has no yeah. power anymore. No. He's only got four homers this year. I don't know what happened to him, but he's, he's still under contract for like another four years at about twenty five, thirty million dollars a year. Yeah, just talk about muddling through an end of a bad contract. Yeah, how many just, more I think it's at least like four. It's like twenty three, twenty twenty three, or twenty twenty four. He signed it's through. Inconceivable to think of him being around the majors for four more years. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he looks he looks terrible, which is a shame because he was uh, you know he's one of the best hitters. Of uh, this generation, but he so did get two hits in a yeah. Uh, yep, yeah. First ballot, uh, he did get two he did get hits. Two hits. It's an RBI. In two a for run five. So or he actually, he didn't score that run. He was relieved for a pinch hitter. Uh, and then pinch actually, runner. yeah. And then that that run scored on the fielder's choice. I think that was Dixon who scored that run. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, he did. Yeah, like you said, Jeremy, he did still go two for five. So maybe he can still contribute in some way. We got to see rookie Zach Collins, uh, who had a. Odd, uh, like, female pop, like, it sounded like Hillary Duff or something, or like uh, Miley Cyrus, not like, like or like Hannah Montana, not he Miley not Cyrus. He didn't very impressive. At he, the didn't, he didn't look good. No, no. He didn't look comfortable. No. He's, he's green, yeah. pretty green. Yeah, yeah. Like two, we like to say. Scored two runs on two walks, oddly enough, but uh, yeah, he didn't really put much in play. No. Well... That's I it. got a couple super quick notes. All what right, do you got, Mark? I know, it's so out of context. You're our guest, Mark. Up. The thing about... Polka, I still maintain about him wanting to recall him Julian. I, I maintain he can't be serious. <laughs> okay. He, he is no. a prankster. He can't be serious, but if he is, let me know. No one else is, is like reporting this other than Chuck Garfine, I think. Yeah. I looked at his MLB page today because he did play in the early game, and it still said Daniel Polka. So, yeah, I don't know. And also his name is not is Daniel name, Julian yeah, Polka. Name. It's no. like Daniel Michael Polka or something. Yeah. So, so I think it's some sort of prank. Yeah, I, I agree with you, and too. And then I... You know who's fun? Puig. Yes. <laughs> Puig. yes you know, Puig. I know come up who was fun. I wish you guys brought up the game because I was like, this guy's not right. Puig would probably be fun. I know he's like stroking. He would be fun to hang out with, you're yes. saying? Like, okay. He could, and he might not be bright. I agree with you. Stropey's, you know, <laughs> He's stupid. As Peter Stropes said. Right? Oh, yeah. He's not very Quote, I tweeted it. Quote of the century. Stupid. It was stupid. Yeah. That was very funny. And I want more of that kind of like. Yeah, you know, he's stupid. Everyone him. knows he's stupid. Yeah, I. I don't like quote. when they they're chummy. That is something. It's a modern game where like they're all buddies. Yeah, know, when they talk at first and like it wasn't like that in the eighties and like. You I, know. Hey, anytime a player calls another player anyway. stupid, 
awesome. Great. Right. right. Yeah. That's all, that's all I wanted. It. That's my two. I would maybe take an Uber if you're with Puig, though. I, w- I don't know if I'd get behind the car with him. Um, so, uh, so, yeah. So, uh, the attendance tonight was uh, 26,023. So, oh, there you go. Pretty much. Yeah, I think I said like 24, 25. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. 26 down. Okay. Well, turnout. I only pee at the games where these un- there's under twenty thousand. <laughs> what a great note to go out yeah. on. All right, Mark. Uh, it was a pleasure having you on the podcast. Do you, <laughs> Thanks, guys. Yeah. Do you have anything you want to plug at all? No. You know, I'm at Orphan Schlitz. At Orphan Schlitz yeah, yeah. on Instagram, <laughs> Instagram, I guess. Or just you know, Mark Bubble Bay. I no, I, I'm, I don't have that website anymore. Okay, well, Mark, follow me on Facebook or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Facebook <laughs> sucks. I hate it. It's, it's like it's a, Sucks. It's uh, dying out quicker yeah, than it's uh, obsolete platforms. Idiotic. Miguel Cabrera's career. Um, nice. Look for me on the street, basically. So you said it's a national. Look for me in the Irving Park neighborhood if you're in the Chicagoland area. <laughs> that sounds good. If you follow him on, on at Orphan Schlitz uh, on Instagram, uh, you might be able to find some links to his music. Um, Mark, we used to play in a band together called the English Soft Hearts. Um, uh, I was a uh, not a founding member, but uh, I came in there and. Uh, Schlepped the bass around for a little, a little bit. Troubleshooting. Yeah. So, um, so there you go. So, uh, Mark's a friend of the podcast, and you're officially uh, in the canon of guests for Rain Delay Theater. Um, so that'll uh, do it for this episode. Thanks for sticking with us this whole uh, marathon session. There's a lot to talk about, and uh, we thank you for uh, tuning in. Uh, we'll be back uh, next week with uh, with a, a fun episode that we've been kind of teasing for a while, um, and uh, we'll uh, we'll get that to you, I think, next week. Yeah, sounds good. Change. Well, uh, folks, this has been Mark. I'm Jack Swakowski. I'm Jeremy Dionisio. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye.